This creation, Mac. What is up, everybody, and welcome to episode thirty-three of Busy Playing Something. I'm your host today, Vinny Chen's Vinny. That's me. Joined by my two very special guests, we have Sean, Holly, to Pro and Harren. Yes, hello. <laughs> welcome. Welcome, and we have Joshua, Joshua Larosa, Larosa. Yeah, and he's oh. every time. We'll get there oh. one day. We'll get there one day. I had, a, I had like a perfect transition going because I had got my stream deck set up with all my little panels and tweets and just little comments. So I'm, lo I'm loving it. But you guys are looking good. I'm like I'm digging your mustaches. Looking good. I forgot to shave, but I should be growing a pure mustache. Oh, that's right. I forgot too, but it means nothing. Yeah. It's... Uh, the, middle, yeah. The, the middle of mine forgot to grow. Oh, yeah. Oh. I, I have that issue too, except like, Actually, no, the middle of mine's very thick, and then the side of mine is quite quite piss poor. You've got a little bit yeah. of a gap. But yeah, anyway, how are you guys? I'll start with you, Sean. You seem to have your shit together. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this week's been actually pretty big. So obviously, PlayStation 5 release and all that sort of stuff. So I've smashed the PS5 launch lineup like I smashed my eggs and avocado in the morning. I've already got three Platinums. Uh, cool. So Astro's Playroom... Uh, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and Bug Snacks. I platinum that one as well. Bug so, Snacks. Yeah, uh, I have newfound respect for Bug Snacks. We thought it was an absolute meme when it first came out and the tune and all that sort of stuff. It's like, what the fuck is this game? It's actually really good. I highly recommend if you're not going to play it, just watch it. I know it's on PC as well through the Epic Store. Uh, it's just so funny. It's so cleverly well-written. There's a lot of jokes that will go over a kid's head, so it's definitely for uh, for a mature audience in some oh. instances. There's like there's hmm. gay and all that sort of stuff relationships which you wouldn't really find in this sort of stuff. Like it's yeah, can't talk highly enough about Bug Snacks. It's witty. And I'm really wow. disappointed it's not nominated for Game of the Year. Obviously, playing the PS5 as well. Uh, platinumed Astro's Playroom. I think from last time we spoke, I hadn't done that yet. Platinumed that. Uh, finished Spider-Man on Spectacular Difficulty, which is the hardest. I've got all the trophies that I can on the first playthrough. bit frustrating that I have to go through again to get the, the Platinum through New Game Plus, but whatever, I'm just going to mainline the story and I'll get that done. Um, I'm playing The Pathless, which is a, a kind of indie title for the, the PS5. It's It plays a little bit like an indie version of Shadow of the Colossus mixed with Journey. Okay. Um, type style it plays a little bit like a rhythm game in the sense where the controls are very simple uh you've got like a bow and arrow and these pointers kind of in the map and the way you traverse is shooting your arrow into these pointers that give you a boost and it's all about keeping that momentum so the boss battles and all that incorporate all that stuff which is super cool and i'm about an hour and a bit into assassin's creed uh, valhalla which i'm enjoying enough um you can see a drop in quality from like a you know, a first-party open-world game versus a, an Ubisoft open-world game. Keeping in mind, I guess, Valhalla's about a million times bigger, but I'm enjoying what I'm seeing so far. Uh, Assassin's Creed games usually start pretty slow, and I'm, you know, I'll get on my ship, and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to do a bit of the story, and then I get distracted, and then, you know, I'm collecting treasure, I'm diving underwater, I'm getting attacked by wolves, all that fun stuff. 
Yeah, sounds sounds like a typical Assassin's Creed Ubisoft game, which is we spoke about that last week on our on our podcast. So if you ever, mm. which is up on YouTube, so you feel free to check it out there. But I am. Let's talk about me. Thanks for asking, guys. Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm having kind of a big, big weird week. I don't know about you guys. Just feeling normals creeping up on me with all these COVID stuff and people wanting to do stuff and my social battery can't take it. Mm-mm. Started working out again, which is good. Kind of waking up at 6 a.m. to go for a morning wow. walk or doing a, hit, doing a hit training session and then having an actual workout during the day and then trying to eat, just to eat right. So I'm all good. I'm all full of energy, but I'm also so sore. Like my muscles or lack of are just like my, my back and chest are sore from Monday. Like it's Thursday wow. and I just, I think I just work myself too hard. And That's also- good. Yeah, yeah, but it's not good when you feel bad about working out the next couple of days. That's yeah. right, practice. You got to get back into it. Yeah, it's a rhythm. It's a getting back into the rhythm of things, building up a routine. I think that's we are creatures of habit, so I'm all for that. But it's good that you're doing that. Yeah, look, try and we we said we we're going to be healthy in November. What happened? I mean, Sean's joined the gym. Have you heard about this? Yeah, yeah, I saw a Facebook post about it. Look at that. <laughs> look oh, at him go. Because I was waiting out the front, I, like so. I I signed up to a gym. I was like, look. I'm going to do it. I've been talking about it for a while. Now gyms are kind of opening up. I was like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. And yeah, waiting in line for about 45 minutes to an hour. And so many people wearing their masks like this, Just like dick- absolute dweebs. What you call it? Dick nosing? It's absolute dick nosing. That's what <laughs> like it is. That. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, are you like I get, I, and I understand like you can take the mask off if you're doing high intensity stuff and most people are doing fitness and, and, you know, going runs around the block or whatever. You don't have to wear a mask technically. Yeah. But yeah, these people aren't even trying. Like, mm-hmm. What's the point of putting the mask on if you're not even going to cover your nose? Like yeah. there are people who pull their mask off to sneeze into their hand and then put the mask back on. Yeah, I've seen that. Like yeah. get serious. Yeah. This is like we're on what eighteen days now, nineteen days. Nineteen. I I've I've been uh, I guess I can't. I've, done, I've done the sneeze. I've done the sneeze. I don't want to breathe in my own sneeze no. in an open space. <laughs> to be fair, I don't go anywhere where there's other people. I'm either outside walking or running. If I'm in a gym, of course I'm not going to sneeze out in public. But if I'm out in a field somewhere or I'm walking around if the street, in a field. Who who's <laughs> gonna get? Who's gonna get? No one's near me. I just sneeze. You know? Josh just has a casual field in his backyard. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's farmland out here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever just want to go into a field? Yes. Yeah. And just no. sneeze? Hay fever. No. Yeah, exactly. No. Hay fever is mm. the worst. I've been taking like two pills a day and now I'm scared because I've run out of pills and I, I don't want to go to the supermarket because I need a pill to get to the supermarket. And mm. if I get it delivered it's going to cost another 15 bucks for like just pills. So now I'm trying to look around the house and see what else do I need? Like hay fever tablets. Okay. I got that check. Like I need that. Milk. Need I've, I've got plenty. Uh, lemons. Like <laughs> I don't need anything. I get all my mm. meals sent to me. Yeah, that's true. I know it's really good for hay fever. That's found, found really helped me out. Local honey. So just locally sourced honey is actually been really Most good. Most honey nowadays is not local. Yeah, so I have a. There's actually a guy down where I live who has his own hive, and I get the honey locally, which is good. You can't like get a, any local other than that. You can't get no. Yeah, hook me up. I need this shit. Yeah, in his backyard has got just bees everywhere. I, I was honey, actually telling honey my, my parents to get a, like a beehive or like get some to get a no. hive just to pollinate all okay, out really. Okay, okay, I like the idea, but you need to have a field just like Josh in order for you to be able to do that. You yeah. won't be able to do it in your backyard. Yeah, no I matter know. how much fake grass you've got, it's not going to work. Oh, we have you no fake grass. Field. 
Italians can do flowers, Vinny. We can do sausages, but we can't do bees. I think I'll be the first, <laughs> the first Italian to do it all. We can do chickens, but not not bees. I feel like bees are so good though. They help grow, mm. pollinate the fruit and veggies. Then you oh, get wait, the best, tomatoes? you get the boost, best fruit. Tomato, and yeah, Italian chilies, strawberries, yeah, chilies, yeah, we don't have parsley. Chili. You always have to have the parsley that's like taken over your backyard. Literally yeah, right yeah, outside yeah, that door there, there is yeah. a field of parsley. Right in this bedroom, right now, there's parsley. Yeah, beyond Vinny, this bedroom. Can I ask bedroom. you a question? Go. Deep cut from a few weeks ago. How was your mum's, uh, was it leg when she fell into the hole? Oh yeah, when she broke her foot. Yeah. It yeah, fell into how's that going? Yeah, no, she's can take the boot off for a couple of hours and then put it back on. But she has to like, obviously she's doing rehab right now. Oh, she's still going. Yeah. I must have missed this entire like she saga. Would, yes, my mom fell no, into a Telstra pit. At, she fell into the, the Telstra pit and we were debating if she should have stayed on the footpath. I think that was the... Yeah, you stay on the footpath. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I think that's what you said last time. So. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. So just forgetting everything. I'm, I'm not... Like, I don't even know what I'm doing this weekend. I've still got to figure that sort of stuff out. Oh, but anyway, video games, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we are busy playing something. We are somewhat of a video game podcast. If you've uh, tuned in just now and just wondering Apologies. why I'm talking about my... My um, mother's leg and bees. Yes, mother's <laughs> leg and bees. That's a, that's a good topic. Mother's legs and bees. But no, we are busy playing something, and we should go into our first subject or topic. <laughs> is Ruby all right? Does she want to be involved? Can you hear her? She's got the crazies. I don't know what is going on. Anyway, just ignore her. She'll tire herself out. She, she, she doesn't say any louder. My cats will hear. She'll do laps like like a maniac, like just laps, jumping off everything. I don't know. It's just like I don't know. Josh- everything in this house is just. Josh has just completely, completely operated <laughs> me by hosting this episode. He's lagging up a storm. He's not Lost saying for things. Words. I need a drink. <laughs> Two weeks without any alcoholic beverages. Calm yeah. down, alcoholic. We can worry about that maybe on the weekend. Exactly. Mm. But let's get into our what are we doing? Video? Busy playing something. That's what we are. That's what we do. All right. So <laughs> the first, this is kind of a suggestion that I think would be good for all of us. It's free on the Epic Game Store. It's uh, it came out February Valentine's Day last year. Funnily enough, oh. um, developed by Morbidware, published by Head Up, Head Up Games, released for like Mac and OS. So it's just a PC game. So Josh is a PC game for you. Uh, PC crap. gamer numero uno, Joshua Larosa. So hang yeah. on a second. Is this is this Morbid Games released the game on Valentine's Day? Morbidware released Morbid the game. Where? Yeah, morbid, yeah. morbid games was already taken. Someone already yeah. owned that. <laughs> it was either that or morbid software. Like, hey. I reckon they they picked a hell of a date, but anyway. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> the date's um, pretty morbid for some people, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, this game was given to me by a friend, um, Swaf Salami. If he's here in the chat, he's one of those. Did you just laugh at Swaf Salami? <laughs> I'm gonna get the backstory of that name one day. He's just a funny guy. <laughs> oh, just a picture, a piece of salami with a little hat and the you know. And wearing a bow tie. Yeah. Being for, like being a treat, I'm thinking of a treat, so. Oh, yes. The small and thin ones. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> uh, this, so anyway. This is a single-player game. It's a genre which I don't think you guys are fairly interested in, but I'd be keen to know what you think of this game. It's a bullet hell slash typing game, so it's it's fun and educational. So <laughs> Is it the, as hard as Pokemon typing challenge? Harder. Oh, really? So the game is called The Textasis, the story of Ray Bibia. So it's a hybrid bullet hell game released in Epic Game Store. Currently free on the Epic Game Store if you want to go check it out. Anyone in the anyone watching? Uh, it's yeah. So the idea is you are a priest and you go around the entire world and just 
exercising demons. But the way you exercise demons is that you are typing out the words to exercise the demons. Whilst you gotta exercise the demon. <laughs> this house is clear. While exercising demons, you're also dodging <laughs> all everything they're throwing at you, all their abilities, all their stuff. And you are if you type the word wrong, you'll go back a letter. So it's really hard if you're a touch typer and you mistype a word and you keep going, mm. you'll go back words, which is really hard. If you're not a touch typer, you'll be there looking to up and down at the keyboard trying to type the words correctly. Can I play with a controller? <laughs> you oh God, you would be... If you were Can able I to did... beat this game with a controller, I would be very impressed. Can I use the GameCube um, uh, keyboard? If that works. So it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a keyboard yeah, with I'm... half a GameCube controller either side, official yeah product. yeah yeah got if, one of those so look, if that, that if that works go for it i'd be really impressed if that is actually configured for this game well i've got i've got the usb because like you know the smash uh for when super smash brothers came out for i think it was the wii u best game um, best console of all yeah, time you, you had the uh you had the gamecube adapter so i'll i'll see if it works in the gamecube adapter and then usb into the pc and see if i can get that to work oh my god that'd be so good <laughs> that'd be so good moving around with controller, just the technically stick. right yeah 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 and meanwhile, I'll remote play it from the PC to my Vita and see if I can do that. Yeah, see, that. you can touch it. You can touch time. Yeah, that would work. Oh, that'd be good too. <laughs> but it's, um, I'd be really keen to see what you guys think of it. It's actually got really good ratings. It's like, you know, 9 out of 10 on Steam, 8 out of 10 Eurogamer, Metacritic score 78 out of 100. So it's a really good indie mm. game. It's short. It's, you can pretty much get you know, a feel for it after the first or second mission. So to see if you like, you keep going. If not, you can stop. But yeah, just kind of thing. I've played probably two. I've definitely opened the game. I played, I think, the intro and one exorcism. I've exercised one demon. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I'll say one thing. It's the humor of this game is really, really funny. Like it's all text-based, but uh, like Sean was saying with Bug Snacks, having really good humor, this game although you can't really hear it in the acting, you can definitely see it in the dialogue. So mm, yeah, okay. that is my busy playing something. This one's going to be pretty interesting because we're closing out the end of the year. We'll just be doing a game, kind of like a book club. We all play it and then we just come back the next week. And so, so we, we're bringing this one next week. We're bringing this one back next week and then the following week, someone else will choose and we'll close out the year like that. Otherwise it stagnates too much and we'll probably have one going into next year, which is something we don't want to do. But yeah, that's it. Uh, and we know, Josh, this isn't a Josh game and Sean, this isn't really a Sean game, but what are your initial thoughts from what I've, my pitch meeting and how I've sold it to you, despite me saying exercising the demons? The keyboard worries me. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm not, I, even though I spend my life on a computer typing emails, I'm still like under pressure. Not the greatest. <laughs> Do you type like R.L. Stein on a typewriter? You know that you know the story of R.L. Stein, like with goosebumps. No. So he uses one finger on his typewriter to type out the books, and that figure, like finger, is so like disfigured and all that sort of stuff. He's like, once the finger goes, the career goes. Oh wow! Really? He never learned to touch it. It was one finger. Have you guys heard of the trap artist called R.L. Grimes? Yes, he actually. Yes. Based, yeah, that that was the one tidbit that I the only bit I knew of the whole story. <laughs> and but also, it reminds me of yeah, it reminds me of a typing tournament. That was available in schools and such. Yes, I remember that. Because that was a medieval typing adventure where you type the words to, to move forward. And yeah, that was a game that was 
what it was one of those educational games which you know you either hate or oh i get to use the computer yay yeah i was, I was one of those that kids. Was a <laughs> yeah that was a time where computers were starting to become a thing in education you had like one or two in a classroom and it was like bingo this is the class to be in yeah and so it reminds me a lot of that i'm getting vibes yeah no, i know i'm yeah i remember just doing that going to the library and be like okay cool i'm gonna use a computer i'm gonna play like like a like a pong game and it's just like a breakout game and that was it we and had like halo. and this is like revolutionary we had halo running on our pcs i don't know how like someone must have uploaded like a a cracked version of it but i remember we're all playing halo multiplayer i was that guy in high school who had counter-strike 1.6 and counter-strike and yeah. uh return to castle wolfenstein on a usb and you share it around to everyone. Yeah, like, you, share, you share it around, you copy it onto your computer, you play over lunch, and then at the end of the lunch, delete and empty recycle yeah. bin. Yeah. That's it. Done. My God, yeah. that's so good. Did you guys ever have the the graphics calculators and what you like I, I had Pokemon Yellow on one and then I had Tetris on it as well? I had Tetris done on mine. That was cool. I remember my mine was Is this blown. the Casio? Yeah. No, it was a, the TI eighty nine calculator that someone programmed, right? Yeah. Like it wasn't built in or anything, obviously. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I had a like I had a Super Mario, which it was absolutely not Mario. Because like you couldn't go back, you could only go forward. Yeah. And the moment you got to level three, it started to like screw up. Like you couldn't actually progress, <laughs> and so you'd have to just turn off the calculator, start it again, and literally play two and a half levels on repeat. And speaking of doing play, playing, playing games, games, game of the year, games, <laughs> game of the year. <laughs> Let's That's a we big should, stretch, but yeah, sure. <laughs> we should uh, transition into our first. Our first subject, our first topic, second topic, first discussion. Jesus. We're getting there. It is We're getting there. Game of the Year Awards. So, or the Game Awards, as it's also known. The Game Awards. Yeah, that, that makes sense. It's up there in the top left corner. All right. So, this right. is something I have done, I've looked at, I've seen, I've scoped, because the, the, the bottom five are all esports. So, Josh, you're probably completely out of this race. Sean, yep. you know some stuff, so let's go in. Yes. Let's chime in. So and as a and as a first, I'm I'm going into this blind. I haven't seen any of these nominees or any of the categories or anything like that. I'm going in blind. Yep. So we're voting. So let's go in. Best esports team, recognized specific team, not full organization, judged by the most outstanding foot performance and conduct in 2020. Damon Gaming, League of Legends Champions 2020. Dallas Empire, pretty sure they won this year as well g2 esports of one of the greatest western teams in league of legends uh san francisco shock for overwatch they just won as well and then team secret of dota 2 who are champions as well so hmm. <laughs> josh is like who <laughs> didn't understand any of that <laughs> um are we going by our prediction of who's going to win or are we going with our choice like our prediction i think we have a prediction of who's going to win okay i I think it's actually not going to be a League of Legends team. I think it's going to be the either Call of Duty or Dota 2. I, I was going to say Team Secret. Yeah. Uh, because I'm a big fan of Puppy and yep. his plays. And he's, he's, a, he's an awesome captain in any of the teams if you've seen him play. I, I've been watching him since he was part of Na'Vi um, all those years ago. Uh, yeah, I, I would say Team Secret would probably be the best one to pick out of them. Um, but that's only because I don't know a lot about like how big, um, Overwatch is at the moment. Well, I know Overwatch is pretty like tanking pretty hard. So 
like the league itself. That's why they're releasing a Watch 2 and all that stuff. Damon Gaming are the League of Legends World Championships, uh, the champions. And G2 have a long legacy. They've gone back to back to back to back in splits. So they've played two years together, be champions all four seasons. And But that's not counting for this year. So this year, they only made top four in the world. Damon won it. But I still think Dota, Dota 2 has a higher community fan base. So I'm going to go with Dota 2. Yeah, and also like with G uh, with G two esports, like because they've had they've had a really successful run over the last few years, but the awards are only based on twenty twenty. So if they came fourth and da- uh, and Damwon still won, yeah, like it, you can't. Could you really give it to him? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean personally, I gave it to him because I'm a fan. But we're doing the non biased thing. Let's go with Team Secret. Alrighty. Um, so we're going to the next one. Oh, Josh, I'm guessing you don't have a say in this one. I'm just gonna sit here all quietly. Uh, my question is on these ones, right? Is there any of these here that are up and comers or underdogs that like took out a big team and it was their first real win, or are these all pretty established teams? Uh, the G two are underdogs going in top four. I don't know anything about Dallas Empire, and I don't know anything about San Francisco Shock. Yeah, so there could be something there between like yeah Dallas Empire and San Francisco. I know Team mm. Secret's been around for a while, but like the rosters changed over the years. And so now they've got like a pretty decent roster under Puppy. So, yeah, like that, that'd probably, you'd probably go with experience almost. Yeah. In terms of picking the award. I'm not sure. I have a feeling we'll probably, we'll discuss that uh, with other awards. But anyway, Vinny, what's our next one? Uh, best esports host. So, Josh, obviously watching esports every weekend like you do, you clearly know the best hosts right now. Surprise, it's not me, to be honest. A little disappointed. <laughs> um, Flat out, I think I've watched pretty much all of these people at least one or more times. I've watched Alex, Shox, and Dash the most out of those three. I think Dash is clearly like he's he's an actor. He studied acting. He's been on TV. He's actually on another show right now on YouTube, and he is the face of the League of Legends Championship Series, not even including Worlds. He's just doing the North American League. Okay. He is such a persona. And where I think he grabs people and is able to direct, he's like the perfect host. I'll say that. Okay. Okay. I'm. I'm actually. Yeah. I'm. I'm not going to vote on this one. I don't actually know any of these people. But like, yeah. If 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 you're saying Dash is probably the best shoe in, then absolutely, I support that. Yeah. Mm. And we maybe we just do it that way. So is this the busy playing something picks? As in, we're all agreeing on one at the end, and we're just going with whatever Vinny puts through, or are we all doing it on our ends as well? We're kind of. Well, we kind of think we're doing like a front runner and then I'm kind of just fine. Why? Like we were saying who's going to win or who's got the best. So for this mm. example here, best esports game, what do you think is going to win best esports and justify your opinion? Okay. And we were all just going to vote on what we think is definitely going to win, not being biased ourselves. Yeah. yeah. What, what do you think is going to win? Yeah. And if you don't have an opinion, then yeah, you don't have an opinion. Yeah. So what what's the next um like ever the viewers can see these yeah, yes but for the for the audio listeners who'll be here later so best esports game so we got call of duty modern warfare cs csgo fortnite league of legends and valorant those are the five nominations hmm. i think valorant is too new to yeah. have a esports like a proper esports they, game they don't be... have enough presence I exactly um csgo is very well known and Mo- modern warfare Still very fresh, but I think Fortnite, CSGO, Fortnite, and League would be the three, in my opinion. Or 
And out of those three, I'd probably say CSGO is still one of the biggest of all time in terms of viewership. I'm just trying to think of what's what's a major event that has changed any of these games in the last year. I know that Modern Warfare came out, and <laughs> so that's different. Valorant, similar sort of concept. But, like, I know that Call of Duty Modern Warfare has made a fairly big impact in esports, mm-hmm. uh, and, and it's still kind of... It's it's like with war with the introduction of Warzone coming in, like it's been able to to really like you know put a put a uh, like a little doorstopper in to the whole community. But out of like Counter Strike, Fortnite, and League, do you guys know of any major events that would have happened? I think Fortnite has uh, obviously had the integration with Marvel and things like that. I I think I think out of this list, I think Fortnite is probably the, the, the go for it. The reason why I think because I know there's a category for like best ongoing game, and typically the way that the game awards work, if they give one award to one, they won't give that same or that same uh, game and another award in that similar category. So I feel okay. like when we get to like best ongoing game, I think Destiny and all that might have a better shot at it. But looking at this list. Knowing that for best esports, I think Fortnite's uh, got a pretty strong shoe in for it. Did anything major happen in league this year? Vin? I mean, st- standard thing of uh, Korean team won Worlds, which is first time it's happened in three years, which is pretty interesting. Uh, let's go. TSM went first in North America, which is a big thing because they haven't been they haven't got to Worlds in three years. Uh, not really anything big but their viewership is always big like they always have a massive viewership they still out outviewed the nba and does know. league outview Fortnite? yes yeah okay. so I, I would lean towards that purely because like with the with the description of esports game for the game that's delivered the best overall esports experience to players and that's community and content Ooh, and all that sort of stuff yeah. and keep in mind during covid yeah they did have a lot of twitch integration as well if there was certain things that happened on on... Yeah, and I'm I'm thinking that that sort of remote integration with community might get League of Legends over the line. Okay, I'm happy to vote League. But I but but I'm I'm I, I really think that like Josh Fortnite is a, is a is an excellent choice, mm. especially with the integration of Marvel. Um, I reckon it's tough. Is that, is that an esports thing though? No, it's not. It's not really an esports thing. I, it's tough. And then, you know, then my mind now jumps to like Warzone with Call of Duty. It's the newest out of the bunch. Maybe that gets a like you know. Just is, Warzone, Warzone, is Warzone part of Modern Warfare? Well, that's what I'm slightly confused because I thought Warzone yeah. was its own thing. This is seemingly just Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Is in mm. the new game. Yeah. That's just. But if you if you download Warzone, it's Modern Warfare. Yeah, I think oh, that that yeah. is Warzone, right? Because we got Black Ops being the new one. I think this is just. Yeah, I think that just is Warzone, and if that is the case, I think Warzone. I think Warzone, I think Warzone will get Warzone it based well. on its the newest. Of yeah. Them. yeah, it's the new and partners. It's made a huge impact. Huge yeah. impact. Like, yeah, for for the year. So I think we're all in agreement that, like, probably League of Legends, it would be the safe pick. But if Call of Duty Modern Warfare includes Warzone, Call of Duty. Yeah, mm. yeah, I Let's agree. Do that. Yep. Sweet. Lock her in, Vinny. Yep. We're, we're, we're getting through this nice one, nice one boys. <laughs> nice and quick. Um, so the next one, best esports event. Recognizing oh, an event across a single or multiple days that deliver the best of class experience for participants and the broadcast audience. So we have no idea. Blast Premier Spring 2020 European Finals. That's CSGO. Call yeah. of Duty League Championship 2020. I am Katowice, which is CSGO. League of Legends World Championship 2020. 
and Overwatch League Grand Finals 2020. So the only ones that I really heard about was League of Legends and Call of Duty. Yes. Those are the two I heard about as well. I didn't really hear much about IEM. As as I like think... it, it is a prestigious tournament. It has been around for years, but I don't think like it was like that. And I think in my opinion, Owl is dead, Overwatch League. Oh, actually with IEM, I actually had a fantasy team, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I think based on us giving Call of Duty uh, Warzone the, the previous award, like I said, they don't typically give the same game multiple awards in the same category. I think League of Legends would probably be the, the pick. So World Championship 2020, um, like Vinny, you were watching because you were talking about it on the podcast the weeks that it was occurring. Yeah. Like what was the, so it was mostly on Twitch. Like what was the integration there? So if certain things happened in the game, you were able to get certain in uh, in like the tournament, you were able to get receive certain in-game perks and rewards. Just say if, okay. this, if this character got a pentakill, obviously killing five and ace in their whole team, you would get like a skin or you would get like a, a chest, a loot box that would give you a skin, like stuff like that. So it was really cool. And, and then and the event themselves, uh, the event itself, like was it in like a big empty stadium? Like how uh, we see American football and all that sort of stuff? It was actually side by side and then very small, cut, but the cut. arena the arena was awesome. It was like a massive green screen and they kind of had you floating in the sky. And then at the That's end cool. on the finals, episode, on the finals, they had a massive... I'm going to show you the opening ceremony. It's actually insane. Um, full, actually, st- stadium is relatively full, obviously with COVID restrictions. And they had their own theme song. They induced a, what was it called? A holographic uh, K-pop group in there as well. A giant guy descends from the sky. Okay, and I, I think holographic K-pop group has sold it for me. I think League. Yeah. I, I, think, this. I think League's a no-brainer. <laughs> Josh, you're like, Sure. Sure. Um, I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll now this one best esports coach. This coach esports <laughs> judge to be. This is the last esport. No, it's the second last esports one. If Sorry, you Josh, start, yeah, and then we can start getting into the things that you like and the things that I'll shut up about. <laughs> um, the esports coach judge to be the most outstanding for performance and conduct in 2020. So, uh, CS:GO coach Danny Zonic Sorensen, D- Dehi Krusty Park Al. Fabian grabs Loman, which is LOL. Lee Zephyr Jamin for LOL. And then Raymond Rambo Lucia for COD. I don't actually know any of these people. I know grabs. I think he's he's gone. So he's the G2 coach. So they've gone back to back to back to back. Uh, okay. Two Worlds finals and one Worlds quarterfinals. Pretty we, grabs. You, it. So I, I think, yeah, I think we're going to by default go grabs. Sweet. Lo- love a good one. And uh, last, last esports one. Last athlete. E- yes, last esports one. Josh, you happy? Happy with <laughs> Best esports athlete. This esports athlete has judged to be the most outstanding for performance and conduct in 2020, in irrespective of, get, of game. So you have yep. Crimzix from Call of Duty, Showmaker from League of Legends, Canyon from League of Legends, Shotzi from Call of Duty, and Zaiwu from CS:GO. Now I know two of these players i don't I know two i know showmaker and canyon both world champions this year both i know i know crim six and zywoo i don't think the korean community is going to really be a heavy favorite in the best esports athletes so i'm going to rule those two out uh i reckon I it's going to be gonna gonna a call of duty one i reckon it's going to be a, a feeling i reckon it's going to be call of duty or csgo so mm-hmm. if that's the case so crim six 
Shotzi and Zaiwu. Look, honestly, flip a coin for me. Do two six. I like this photo. It looks like he's taken a professional photo. The others look like they just they just shoot it in. So let's just give it to him. You don't think Zywoo's perfect? No, it's right. All right, okay. So Crim Six, I guess we're just shooing in. All right, let's head you up there. Shoo in. All right. Here now you let's go. get to the stuff that uh, Josh can answer. All right. What best, do we got next? Best debut game for the best debut game created by an independent studio. Mm. So we got, uh-huh. so we got I think I know where I Carrion from Phobia Game Studios. Mortal Shell from Cold Symmetry and Playsack. Raji and Epic Adventure from Nodding Head Games. Roki or Raiki? Is that it? Roki. Roki. Yep. Polygon Treehouse and Phasmophobia from Kinetic Games. Phasmophobia. My pick goes to Mortal Shell. I was uh, going to say Mortal Shell, yeah. Yeah. From, it's, it's very hard to make a Souls-type game and to do it well. Um, and all accounts from this game... I actually want to play it because it's apparently a little easier than the Souls games typically are. Um, And I think having a smaller independent studio, this is their first real AAA game, come out of the the woodworks with a game that's on some sort of level to some of the Souls games. I don't think it's nowhere near as good as probably, you know, the big boys. But I think for a first showing, um, I think Mortal Shell has done a really good shot. And has introduced, I know personally, has introduced some players into that genre, that style of game. And I think on this list, uh, the game that jumps to my mind straight away when I see this is is Mortal Shell. Okay, yeah, I was I was in the thing with yeah. uh, Sean saying Phasmophobia only because it's generated a lot of hype in the Twitch community. Huge in Twitch, mm-hmm. it's huge. huge. Like this was the game straight after Among Us. Yeah, I don't even know what that game this game is. So Phasmophobia, it's like. You're ghost hunting. So you go to the house and there's like clues and you, you have to shine the light. You have to be in a room and speak in the microphone certain phrases to see if you get any reaction. Cool. Some people need to be in your van to like look at the the monitors of cameras and to see if they can find them. Like It's, it's really a cool whole, VR like, game. Yeah, yeah. But you can play mm. it just on PC. Yeah, okay. It's more of a survival experience. Like it's a survival horror game. Like Left 4 Dead with no shooting, it's more a mystery yeah okay think of that sort of like yeah. style it's left for dead but mystery yeah i'll yeah. just read one of the comments mortal shell is about the same to be honest in terms of difficulty it's the best game there but phasmophobia will, will win okay i think just yeah. generating a lot of hype and we are voting on this and people will see this same four things again and they'll be like phasmophobia because i know what that is yeah i i think mortal mortal shell like i haven't seen too much about it i've seen a little bit i do think that it is a good game and yes, I agree. Like, I, I, it is one that I want to play. I have a feeling in terms of impact, I think Phasmophobia. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Uh, you can, you can tell I'm not very much. In 2018, so I'm not in tune that. with uh, Twitch no. <laughs> at all, am I? No, you're not. Now, here <laughs> goes to a uh, fan favorite of uh, Josh's. Content creator of the year. For streaming content creator who has made an important and positive impact on the community in 2020, we have Australia's own Alana Pierce. Yeah. J. Ann Lopez, <laughs> Nick Merckx, Tim the Tatman, and Valkyrie. So shall I, I... Shall I start on this one, Vinny? Go. You can take the reins on this one unless Sean has an opinion on it. <laughs> who I've else? opted to, to vote for Alana Pierce. So for those who don't know who Alana Pierce is, she started off as a YouTube creator here in Australia. She was based out of Australia. She then moved to the States and, and, and worked at IGN for a period of time. Uh, now she, 
then Rooster Teeth, and now she's just recently joined Santa Monica Studios as a writer. In terms of her impact, she because I, I actually watch a lot of her stuff, she's very knowledgeable in the industry. And not only that, she does uh, charity streams every two weeks, which raises a lot of money that go to some really good charities. So in terms of people that have, have, you know, content creators and creating content and what she's done and how much she's grown, especially in the last 12 months, I think she, she's got a good foot in to, to you know, win this. I, I don't know the others on here, so there may be, you know, there may be others on here that, that stand out and do a lot more in that space. But I think from what I know from what Alana Piss is doing, she's gone from, you know, YouTube creator to journalist on IGN um, and now a writer in, in, in video games. She has a podcast with Troy Baker and some um, developers as well, which is a good industry podcast. So she's doing a lot in that space and she's got a pretty big community backing her as well. Yeah. Uh, Sean, what are your thoughts? See, I, I would also pick Alana Pierce. The only other person that I can see from that list that I recognize is Tim the Tapman. Okay. Um, he's He's been recognizable for a while. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree. Alana Pierce, like, not only Australian, sure, but I, I have a feeling, yeah, she has done a lot more in terms of, yeah, of the charity stuff and that sort of thing. Because I, I know a little bit about her. I don't know as much as Josh, uh, but I know that she does make contributions. And over the course of the year, I reckon, yeah, she probably have a good impact. I although I think post this show, I'm probably going to look at the other ones and see, you know, what you know uh, with Jay and Lopez and all that sort of stuff, mm. like what they've done because it would be interesting to to see a little bit more of that. But on face value, yeah, a lot of Pierce. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say a lot of Pierce as well. I only really know Valkyrie, who's like she's kind of hanging out with like Pokemon disguised host uh all those all that part of the community so she's very ramped up very very highly but if you talk about positive impact on the community doing charity streams every two weeks just lock it in we've got to support the aussie aussies Aussies here so we vote alana pierce here we go next one best (laughs) multiplayer for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences irrespective of game genre or platform. Oh, so, so I need to tell you about the humble good time that is Animal Crossing again. So what do we got on here? We've got Animal Crossing, Among Us, Call of Duty Warzone, Fall Guys, Ultimate Knockout, and Valorant. Interesting. Firstly there, it's got Call of Duty Warzone as a separate game to Modern Warfare. That's actually a really good point. That is a very good point. Maybe. So I think with our previous answer, League of Legends. <laughs> yeah. Could, could we, I don't think we can change. Yeah, uh, we did. We said, we said if... Like we said, if Warzone is part of Modern Warfare, we pick that. Yeah, yeah but we can go back and I, fix it after. The yeah, fact. but I, yeah. I, no, we can say it now. But I think, yeah. Um, anyway, Vinny, what are your thoughts at first? Do you um, Animal Crossing? I think Among Us has just had the hype for, I mean, it's still number three or four on Twitch uh, over this long extent of time. And mm. Fall Guys has its rise and its fall, no pun intended, but kind of. Animal Crossing was good for the two, three months where it was in the really good spotlight. It was a humble good time. I was playing it almost every day. Valorant has a following, but I think Among Us is just the new, the hotness right now. Everyone wants it. Everyone wants to play it. Everyone knows. And it's just an iPhone game from two years ago. It's pretty interesting how it just blew up. Josh, what are your thoughts? I I agree. Um, I think... Looking at this list, I think Animal Crossing is going to win probably some other awards in that mm-hmm. in different categories. Uh, I think Fall Guys has got an interesting tale, right? It, it's either going to go one or two ways. It can either pick up and become kind of like a 
you know, indie darling that's still successful, or it could slowly go on the on the drop. Which, to be fair, I feel like the hype levels for Fall Guys has started to die down a little bit. I think among us, in terms of how it's come from just a you know a game from two years ago that no one's playing to now the biggest thing on Twitch, I think it definitely deserves the award for for best multiplayer game. Yeah, I I do agree. I initially when I look at the list, I see Fall Guys as almost not necessarily a flash in a pan, but I feel like that garnered the inspiration, especially through Twitch and, and online streaming, where Fall Guys came out and it made a fairly big impact. But riding off the coattails of that, that took that next level up was Among Us. Yeah. Because that was like literally the next game that everyone was big about. And like Among Us, it's it's not just in terms of like, you know, easy, simple game design, you know, you do your tasks or you're killing people, whatever. But it's also that social interaction about, you know, who killed who and, and lying and truths and and that sort of interaction between players and friends and all that sort of stuff. I think from a, like a mental side of it, like the werewolf game is, is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And werewolf. being able to really implement it in a video game that's it's different, but it's basically the same thing as a social construct, I think, yeah, uh, for multiplayer, Among Us, I, I think is, yeah. How many games have uh, virtual biscuits in it, Vinny? One, and that game is Among Us. It's Among Us, so we're we're voting Among Us. Cooking Mama? No, 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 no. That doesn't count. That's not online. That's not multiplayer. There's no biscuits biscuits. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Best sport. Next subject. Next topic. Next award. Best Mm. sports slash racing game for the best traditional and non-traditional sports and racing game. We have Dirt Five. FIFA, ah, mm. uh, FIFA, F1 2020, FIFA 21, NBA 2K 21, and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Funny tidbit here, guys. Let's go. Three of these games are 2K games. Yeah. Do you want to care to list them? Do you know two of NBA, them are 2K? Yep. Yep. And then uh, 2K have now purchased Codemasters, so F1 2020, and Dirt 5 will now become... I'm assuming the next game could be F1 2K 2021. So interesting. Sit under the same publisher. Uh, and one of these games isn't a sports game or a racing game either, but I guess, oh, I guess Which skateboarding. Which one's not a sport? A, that's a sport, I guess. Skateboarding? Oh, skateboarding. Thinking, skateboarding is a yeah, sport. It's extreme sports. I have a yeah. skateboard right the same as motocross me. and BMX. Yeah, you can't see it on the shot, but I'll show you later. <laughs> there it is. No, you're right. I don't know. My, I went to my blank there. Um, I think... I would only give it to Tony Hawk purely based on it's an old IP brought back successful. There's a love there for it. But in saying that, like the 2K games are always on the top selling list. I think NBA 2K has got the two separate versions where it's got the next gen and current gen. So it looks super pretty. FIFA, I don't think did anything. I've got a pretty strong friend group of FIFA fans in my uh, my close circle. So do I. And they like so it enough. I. It's just more FIFA. They didn't come out screaming, you know, when they played it, like, oh, my God, this does this and this does that. So I honestly think it will either be NBA or Tony Hawk. Um, my heart and and goes to Tony Hawk, and I think it will win it based on its – it snuck out of nowhere. It wasn't a game that anyone saw coming. Tony Hawk died after Pro, uh, Pro Skater 5. <laughs> Everyone pretends that that thing didn't exist. And then this came out, Vicarious Visions remake – and it was successful, and yeah, we're going to get more from it. So I think I don't know. I think there's a good news story, you know what I mean, coming out of Tony Hawk. Yeah, yeah I think Tony, Tony Hawk's a good story. I think NBA will win. 
I think if it, the only thing that really hurts me about having NBA voting NBA and having a win is the no, the skip the unable to skip ads in a game. They intentionally put those things in. Yeah, that kind of hurts me. Um, yeah, I think that's gonna hurt it. Yeah, F one twenty twenty was best racing sim out there. Was used by the pros during lockdown. That's true. They did yep. so. The pros did do Twitch streams and do time trials racing. And the NFL pros do Madden. Yeah, mm. and the well, NBA. there's a category for best simulator as well. So yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I don't want it to be 2K. I think it will win though. What are your? Th- I think it's either going to be 2K or Tony Hawk, just purely for nostalgia purposes. People will vote Tony Hawk. Isn't it interesting that Dirt Five had basically no impact? Yep. Yep. Actually, no. It's as interesting as Dirt Five. It's got Troy Baker and Nolan North in it, though. <laughs> of course it does. Of course yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. There's another two What, bit, what game yeah, doesn't I... have Troy Baker and Nolan North in it these days? FIFA 21. It's true. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, think, I, don't, I, don't I don't know. I don't actually know. I don't want to try to sell you guys a dream or anything. I really believe uh, Tony Hawk's going to get it. All right. I truly believe it's All right. the way it's going to go. I'm going to vote Tony Hawk for you and for the podcast. Thank you, Vinny. I like how we're trying to vote for the winners. <laughs> like, duh. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, speaking of uh, best simulator. Yeah. Best slim, best sim slash strategy game. Best game mm. focused on real time or turn based simulation or straight up gameplay, irrespective oh, of platform. We there's have one clear winner here, guys. We I'm have sorry. Crusader <laughs> Kings <laughs> three. No, it's not. Oh, I reckon it would be Desperados yeah, three, Gears Tactics, Microsoft Flight Simulator, and XCOM Chimera Squad. I think it's actually going to be Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah, yeah, yep. Flight Simulator. So hundred percent. All right, quick and easy. We like that one. Because Crusader Kings three, it 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 didn't have the same impact when it was leading up to release as Crusader Kings two. Like Crusader Kings two is still an amazing game, and nobody's really got three because at the same time as three came out, Baldur's Gate three was nearly here. So mm. no, anyway. nobody cared. But I tell you what, these care about. We care about the family and the best family. This is tough. There's six of them for the. There's not five. There's six. That's actually a good point. There's a first nomination with six. <laughs> Yeah, for, for the best for the best game me, appropriate <laughs> for the family, irrespective of game genre or platform, we have Animal Crossing: New Horizons, Crash yeah. Bandicoot Four, It's About Time, Fall Guys, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, Minecraft Dungeons, and Paper Mario: The Origami King. I'm telling you right now, Paper Mario is not going to win. Origami okay. King, Jason. Okay, so let's let's talk about family games. All right. So when they say family games, is it because it's age appropriate? Or yes. because you can play as a family. I because I know that some of these games are single player. For the best game appropriate for family play, irrespective of genre or platform. So a game you can yeah. play with your family, not necessarily multi, like three, two people playing at once, but a game you can play around family that you can swap the control around. And I'm I guess leaning, that's Yeah, out of the two, there's two I'm leaning towards. Me too. Animal Crossing yep. and Minecraft Dungeons. Nah, I was going to go full guys. I was going to go... I was actually going to say Mario think, Kart. I, I don't think Fall Guys. I, I like I like Fall Guys, but I don't think so. Mario Kart Live. I, nah. Nah. I Too many barriers to entry. You you spend all that money on a pack, you get one. It's one hundred and fifty bucks for one cart. Yeah. And you need to have the space. Yeah. Yeah. But it's That's gimmicky. Look, for me, yeah. I think this is where my mind starts going the strategic play of right where do these things land like animal crossing needs to it's got it to, win, to something. win something it has to win something sold 22 million copies more than spider-man right more well spider-man's now at 20 but yeah it has it's sold two million more than and then spider-man 
So somewhere there's got to be something that I give Animal Crossings to. Crash Bandicoot 4 is a fantastic game, but it's it's just not in that, that upper echelon. Okay. I, I think, think okay. Among Us got that other award. I really think it's either going to come down to Fall Guys or and Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossings, Animal Crossing, and depending on if Animal Crossing's nominated in any other categories that I think it could win, I would give it to Fall Guys because I do think Among Us, Fall Guys, and Animal Crossing are all going to win an award somewhere. Yeah, um, they have to depending on where they land. And I think Fall Guys isn't going to be in any other category moving forward, potentially. So I think maybe this is where it gets its spot. See, I'm feeling Minecraft Dungeons, like, leaning towards it because of its isometric dungeon crawler. You know, we talk about how good games like Diablo are and all that, and Hades and all that sort of stuff, and this is Minecraft. Mm-hmm. And I still it's, think it's it, Animal Crossing. Uh, you know what? Family, looking- unless you've got multiple copies... Like it, it might be, it is good for kids, but even still, like so, if if a parent comes in, it's like I've got a five year old wants to play a game on their on like on their Switch. Out of all of these games, I'm probably going to say Minecraft Dungeons first, then yeah. Animal Crossing. I'm looking Animal Crossing might go over their head with rent and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, okay. I'm looking at the list moving forward very quickly. Best fighting, best role playing game, best action event. I don't think Animal Crossing is going to land in anything else besides Game of the Year. Uh, heads up, I don't think it's going to win Game of the Year, so I think this is it. I think this has to be the spot where um, Animal Crossing wins an award. Okay. Well, look, as I said, it's it's part of one of my two, and Vinny, I'm guessing it's it's your one? I think, yeah, Animal Crossing, humble good time. Shout yeah, out to gotta, Vinny in May 2020, who loved that game. Alright. I'm, I'm, I'm ha- like, I am happy to go with Animal Crossing. Alright. Good. Best... Yeah, we, had, we had six there, so... Yeah, it's good. They just... Too many family, too many families, too many family games, too many good times. But let's move on to a. I was an Astrobot on there, but anyway. I didn't meet, didn't meet the cutout window, didn't it? Uh, good. Uh, yeah. well, Miles actually, Morales is on this list, right? And that came out day and day, PS4 and PS5. Yeah, actually, yeah. So Astro, Astro's Playroom would technically make the list. Wow, so that's, that's interesting. That's the one thing about this I whole game. I think it's because people, people see it as a tech demo anyway. Yeah. The best tech demo ever. Ever, including if Wii we're Sports. Gonna do, if we're going to do best tech demo ever, it's Wii Sports, guys. Sorry. More, more units sold. Yeah, it's true. It's um, not even that. It's just the the jump in technology. But anyway, best, best fighting, huh? Best fighting for the best game designed primarily around head to head combat. So we have Grand Blue Fantasy versus Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, Street Fighter Five Champion Edition, One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows, Under Night in Birth. EXE late. CL dash R. Thank you. I think I think it's Mortal Kombat eleven. I think with the with the roster of characters that they're still releasing, mm. it Rambo. It is, yeah. Rambo, Terminator, all that like they're getting they're getting these sorts of characters involved. Mm. I honestly think an alien from Alien yeah. vs. Predator. And Predator's in there as well. I, I think with the support that this game has. I think it's at the moment for uh, as a 2D fighter, it's the premier 2D fighter. I think so too. Yeah. I think what they've done with campaigns is outmatched any fighting game I've ever played. Um, and they've updated it with not only characters, but with story DLC that's pretty compelling as well. You've got the crypt in there, you know, continuous content of, you know, characters that are important like Rambo, Terminator, Robocop, the list goes on. Uh, they're bringing my boy Rain back. 
the purple ninja. So I think, yeah, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat has got to be the one. Yeah. I mean, I always, I was thinking about Street Fighter just because it's always a contender. Um, I looked at One Punch Man. It's just standard Band, Bandai Namco fighters. Mm. Uh, I did like Arc System Works, their thing on Grand Blue. I did watch a demo of that and like, not demo, but gameplay. And it looked clean. Like it looked very, very clean. But that yeah. being said, I think Mortal Kombat has it. I think yep. that's that. That's actually like it's a really sad point because you know like Grand Blue, Fla- uh, Grand Blue Fantasy, One Punch Man, and Under Night in Birth. I don't know too much about the games, which is unfortunate because yeah, they are going up against the Mortal Kombat and the Street Fighter, mm-hmm. which we we all know. So, like, I guess like does that show that there's not that many AAA games going into this sort of category? Um, category, yeah. Because the other the only other ones that I can think of is Soul Calibur, Tekken. And Dragon if you Ball really Fighters. wanted to push it, Smash Brothers. I'd say yeah. Dragon Ball Fighters as well. Yeah, yeah I think Dragon with fighter games, you know more the developer. Like Arc System Works, I think, is a pretty much a standout. They actually did Dragon Ball Fighters, so... Yeah. 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 Like, everyone knows them as opposed Bandai to Namco and... the game, right? Same yeah. thing with Bandai Namco. But I think, yeah, on this list, like, Street Fighter, I think, peaked at four in terms of its popularity. Yeah. Five kind of launched a bit empty, and then they've been, you know, improved it with several additions. And it's now at the point where it's pretty jam-packed full of content, but too little, too late. And, yeah, I think the time's kind of moved towards Street Fighter Six, which is clearly in development. But I think Mortal Kombat stayed relevant from its its initial launch. Yeah, I think right. Mortal Kombat has it. Voting. So, yep. Yep. Ooh. Yeah, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> best role-playing game. For the best oh game boy. designed with this rich, where we're going to start fighting with guys. rich player <laughs> character customization and progression, including massively multiplayer experiences. Final Fantasy VII Remake by Square mm. Enix, Genshin Impact by Mio Mihoyo, yep. Persona Five Royal best game, Atlas, <laughs> Atlas <laughs> Studio P and Sega Wasteland Three by Deep Silver and Yakuza Like a Dragon. Oh, I'm so- going to cross out Wasteland Three and Yakuza right now. I've heard Yakuza yeah. is amazing. Yakuza games are always amazing. This, one, this yeah, one's this playing one like dra- this one's playing like Dragon Quest, apparently. Yeah, this one's a role-playing game in the more traditional sense. But I just don't think I don't I don't I just don't feel it in my my grundle is what I'm saying. I feel that if like Final Fantasy VII remake either needs to win Game of the Year or it wins this, it's yes. got to win something. Could even um, win um, best. Is it in the best audio design? I, I don't. I haven't. I haven't looked at the other. So I don't mm. know where else it is. But Final Fantasy VII Remake needs to win something. Otherwise, I think the second strongest for this award is Genshin Impact. Yeah, I. I know Persona Five Royal, but I think we've had Persona Five, Persona Five Royal. I'm not sure if it's had the same impact as those two. I, I this agree. Is what I'll say to not deter or defer. There is a best mobile game, right? And Genshin Impact is very, very popular on, on mobile. I don't and know, I think yeah. that's where it's going to win. I think this is Final Fantasy VII's chance. Okay. I, uh, yeah, I think so. I think uh, someone said in chat that Persona 5 should not be there. Uh, I agree. I think this game should not be... this. It should not be advertised this year. It, it, granted, it is a relative, it's a newer game because it's... It's pretty. You, it's so different than the first one, even though it is kind of like an ultimate edition. Mm. But I think you're right. I think Final Fantasy VII has this for best uh, role playing. So the Five Royal came out this year. Last year. 
Well, that's the thing. Uh, and I was going to reference that sold step. They don't actually look by year release. If you look at games like Among Us is two years old, right? Yeah, they look yeah. at what games made an impact okay. this year. So yeah. if a game from five years ago becomes super popular this year, like okay. Among Us, it will so it can be... that's the case, if we're talking impact, I think the order would go Final Fantasy VII Remake and then Genshin Impact. Yeah, oh, I yeah. think so too. I guess you, I, I could make a case for Genshin Impact's actually made a larger impact, but I think it's going to win that other category. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're voting Far Fantasy Seven. Yeah, can't wait to play that on my PS Five. <laughs> best Oof. action adventure for the best action adventure game combining combat with travel traversal and puzzle solving. So we have Assassin's Creed Valhalla, mm. Ghost of Tsushima. This is it. Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales. Ooh. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. <laughs> Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and <laughs> Last of Us Part Two. God, this is like Josh the category. <laughs> oh, Sean, okay. Sean, t- take it because before now, Josh. Okay, so for this category, now I'm in two minds at the moment. Nope. I think The Last of Us Part Two will either win this category or it's going to win something else. Mm, I agree. I'm I'm still of my mindset that Ghost Tsushima is Game of the Year. However. I don't think that it's going to be seen that way in these awards. I don't know. I was thinking the same thing, Sean. I thought I, I won't spoil I don't, I don't, what I yeah, I know. yeah, I haven't seen the other categories. I know there's Game of the Year, but that, that's yeah. it. I, I really want Ghost of Shima to win it. I really think it deserves it. However, I don't think it's going to be recognised. I think this would probably be, well, ha- I don't know if it's uh, nominated for any other award. I feel like this has to be the one for, them, for it to win. So I, I, I agree in a sense. Uh, I've looked ahead. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us are in multiple different categories. I think Spider-Man's only in this one. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I don't think. But I don't think. I think, I think Ghost of Tsushima could win Game of the Year. Like even in 2018, where God of War outdid uh, Red Dead, right? It does happen. I've yeah. just got a feeling it's a new IP, Sucker Punch, who have done great games with Infamous, but nothing on this level. The game sold 5 million units already. It's nearly, like, Last of Us has outsold it, but for a new IP, it's doing extremely well. I think it it was a very well-polished experience that surprised a lot of people with its quality. I've got a feeling that it may win Game of the Year, which now makes me think maybe Last of Us Part 2, which spoilers was going to be my pick for Game of the Year, may win this category instead. I don't know what it is. I think because Last of Us is a bit de- um, divisive in terms of opinions. People either love it or hate it. How strongly do you feel about Ori? I really like Ori, but I think Ori's place will come in like best art design, best uh, music, and best... I, I don't do platform specific. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> platformer. A platformer? Uh, I don't think so. No. Right, doesn't matter. No. Anyway. Uh, but, Vinny, uh, we'll hear yeah. Vinny first. My thing was going to be here, Ori, but you're right. So it's it's definitely it will have its time somewhere else in terms of like soundtrack, character design, all the artwork. It will have its place. Yeah, it could I, be art design. I will vote I out. I will vote out Valhalla. Okay. No, I don't think. Yeah. I, I, don't I don't think. think I, don't think I don't think Star Wars Jedi. Even though I've heard really good things about it, good I haven't game. played it itself. It, it, it's it's just really not on the same level as super buggy. <laughs> yeah. So I, I honestly, from my experience playing one, two, three, four of these out of the six. Um, I don't think Spider-Man and Star Wars are on the same level. Yeah. 
So I, I, like, I agree. I, I've played all six, right? Yeah. Or he's going to win an award somewhere. Miles Morales is a better version of Spider-Man 2018. Got rid of all the, you know, the annoying side quests and some of the boring yeah. stuff, but doesn't have an impact because it's no, it's I, more of the same, which is really good. But it's just more of the same. Assassin's Creed is more of the same. Had time. Assassin's Creed hasn't had its time. I, I really think, think we might see Assassin's Creed again next year, depending on DLC and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I really think they're going to give some light to Ghost of Tsushima. I really got a, just this weird feeling that it may win. And I think this is where Last of Us has to land for, for its uh, All right. pick. I'm happy with Last of Us Part 2 here. Yeah, okay. I'm happy with Last of Us winning Best Action Adventure and not winning Game of the Year. I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah. I think I think Ori could get like art design if it's nominated for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next one best action game focused primarily on combat so we have doom eternal hades half-life alex near two near near thank you streets of rage four now i haven't played i sorry i'll quickly jump in i haven't played any of these okay but from my perspective i think this is probably the thing for hades to win i'll say so in terms of i've I've played and watched people play Street Rage 4, so I've done both. It's a lot of fun, it's but okay. it's, it's like it's it's fun. It's fun. It's nothing flashy. It's fun. Half Life Alex, I think, will not win this category. Doom Eternal. It's probably Doom Eternal or Hades. I am biased. I want to say Hades. I think this <sighs> game needs to win something. Yeah, it does. You're right. I I I initially said I've played Doom Eternal, Hades, uh, and Streets of Rage 4. I think I feel bad for Doom Eternal. It's in the it's got nominated for Game of the Year, so it needs to win something. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I, well, Doom Eternal's been nominated for Game of the Year. That 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 was a shock to me, to be honest. Yeah, me too. So, I think this is where Hades has got to win. Is Doom Eternal uh, that good? Is, is anybody is. is anybody watching? Can you write in the comments if you played Doom Eternal? Let us know like what your thoughts are. Josh, I know you played it. What are your yeah. thoughts? I think the game is a very well-polished version of the original uh, Doom remake or Doom reboot. Yeah, Doom 2016, the reboot. It does a lot. What's so good about it is it does the old style of first-person shooting but modernised for 2020, where most shooters are now Call of Duty style, a bit more heavier. It does all that fine. The music's fantastic. The boss battles, the motion, the addition of the grappling hook has changed a lot of things from the first game. So the... Momentum of the game is really good. Again, plays a little bit like a rhythm game in the sense that I want to use this enemy, get behind this enemy because this enemy is vulnerable from the back and this one's got the big so eyes. So it's still like a modern version of Doom, Quake. I know they're similar. Yeah. Uh, and Serious Sam. Yeah. I just think Hades has got this one. Um, I think Doom Doom can actually come in with like best soundtrack because I don't like – it's not my style of music or the heavy metal rock, but oh, I feel like the, the sound design of, of Doom Eternal is really good. Um, okay. So I think this is where Hades has to get recognised. Has to. Yeah, I'm so voting Hades. Hades? Yeah. Okay, so I think I think we're doing Hades for this one, then, guys. Yeah, perfect. And, and in respect to uh, oh, Sol's uh, chat, um, <laughs> Neo Two is yep. um, really good for those who like that style of game, but is it has been slept on. So I don't think it's going to get recognised. Actually, yet. I know that there's there's going to be a a remaster of One and Two coming yep. next year. I think February. Mm-hmm. So, if there, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a PS5 version. Yeah, I know there's definitely going to be PS4. But if there's PS5 version, I'm actually going to probably pick that up. It's ridiculously hard. It's harder than any Souls game. I was just like, bam, dead. I'm like, yep. Yeah, you know what? No, no. You know what's a Souls game? 
Godfall. Mm. You guys know? Mm. Have you played it? No, I've seen enough of it to. Not, I don't think it's more. I think it's more of a. a re- anyway, it doesn't matter. Doesn't so, matter. We'll get. We'll go. Looter. It's called. It's a, they call it a, a slasher. Looter slasher. Yeah. Looter slasher. It's slooter. Anyway, it's a sleuth. Uh, next one. Innovation in accessibility. So recognizing software and or oh. hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology, and content to help games be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience. So the first one, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Then we have Grounded. Hyperroot. Hyperdot. Hyper Hyperdot. Sorry, I've, my, I need glasses. Actually, I have glasses. Hyperroot. Um, that sounds nice for me. <laughs> Hyperdot. Hyper my bad. <laughs> Uh, Last of Us Part Two and Watch Dogs Legion. So I've played Legion. We, uh, I've played one of these games. And so it's recognizing software and or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology, and content to help games be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience. So that's what it's being judged on. My mind goes to two games, Grounded and The Last of Us Part Two. Grounded did stuff with like uh, arachnophobia with the spiders. You can actually change the the look of the spider so it's not so spider like. So like a spider, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for those, Last of Us, I actually looked and and had a look at the accessibility settings on it. It is next level. It, it's actually won awards already in accessibility. It's from everything from indicators um, to what you can climb on, magnifying certain things in the world, color coding things. You can go for people that are with um, impaired vision. So it relies on sound. Same thing for vice versa if you've got lower hearing. Like, it's just a lot of lot of things. You can customize all the, the controls from shooting a bow and arrow. Would you like to press the button as opposed to L2 and R2 to shoot? Do you want to hold it? Do you want to tap it? it, it it's ridiculous like it's it's next level on on anything that i've ever seen i think it i I know we gave last of us an award already but i think they have to be recognized for the it's an extensive list like if you go through the list it's pages well i know that when i first started up um spider-man miles morales there like there was like three pages of accessibility before you even got into the game even valhalla had that yeah yeah valhalla as well so So you say none of them come compared to last of us is that last of us did it first you know what I mean? Like, no, as in Miles Morales is part of first party, right? Part of Worldwide yeah. Studio. So they would have all saw what Naughty Dog were doing and then learned from that. Um, Valhalla, same thing in the sense where that would have been something that's been worked on with prior Ubisoft games. That's why you got Watch Dogs on here. Grounded's an interesting one um, in the sense of what they've done there on a, on a smaller title. But I think, yeah, Last of Us is, is seriously next level. Like yeah, it's next yeah. level. Sorry, sorry, Sean, I just really cut you off. Do you want to finish? I felt really sorry. bad about that one. Did I cut him off? No, I, I, I cut him off. Okay. I cut him off, then you cut me off. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with Last of Us Part 2. Uh, like, the only ones I've played was Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Watch Dogs Legion out of the five of them. And, yeah, there, there was a couple of pages, but that was it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, if 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 Last of Us Part Two is ex- as extensive as what you're saying, then I'm happy to stick with that one, yeah. and it could be the first game with two awards. Yeah, there you go. And this is the uh, a lot of the chat agrees with us as well. So got that. You're saying something right for once. For once, now someone agrees with me finally. <laughs> <laughs> Next one: best VR slash AR, the best game experience playable in virtual or augmented reality, irrespective oh, of platform. We have dreams. We have Half-Life Alex. Yeah. Marvel's Iron Man VR, Star Wars Squadrons, and The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. 
Now, out of these, I can think of two that I think are gonna be good, and then Sean's Sean's just Sean's just up and left the podcast right now. Right. Squadrons. For squadrons, I was gonna say it was either gonna be squadrons or Half Life Alex. Those are my two. It's gotta and be Half Life Alex. It has to be Half Life, but. If Half Life was not here this year, it'd be Squadrons. Okay. Like with the with a Thrustmaster, it's amazing. <laughs> that's another thing that goes with Hyper Root. It's again, yeah, Thrust Thrustmaster. Yeah, but that's a real brand. Uh, <laughs> no, like in all seriousness, like uh, Squadrons came out, it was what 50, 60 Australian dollars. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I was like, okay, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna grab this and see how it goes. And it just feels amazing being able to to do all that in terms of like an actual VR set we haven't really had anything that can like really call itself a, a really well done VR game on PSVR. Mm. I don't know yeah. too many, like a lot of them are kind of, it's VR, but Astro really, Astro, Astro Bot was probably the closest thing because yeah, first party and it utilized the software effectively. Whereas, you know, playing Skyrim, it just didn't quite feel right. Um, playing Doom didn't quite feel right. Like there, there was always something. Uh, Resident Evil did pretty, was actually probably the second big one. Resident Evil 7 is fully playable in VR oh, yeah. and it was pretty good. I think Half-Life Alex has to get it. Like Dreams, I think Dreams is a great tool. Yeah. Um, and I, think probably a tool. I think it's more of a tool. Than yeah, it. nominated for other categories. I don't know if it is because I haven't looked. Um, Marvel's Iron Man VR was reviewed it's well enough. Up, but it's six and a half, seven out of ten type game. Uh, Star Wars Squadrons, I think, is a, <laughs> it's a great experience. Probably can be done in and out of VR pretty easily. But I think Half-Life is the game made for for that VR unit. And it's kind of cheating because the unit that is required to play it is better than is better yeah. than like PlayStation VR. So like a game like Iron Man can't stand a chance to kind of compete on that level. So I think Half-Life gets it. Actually, game. so the Hive VR set that most people use for like Half-Life and these sorts of VR games, it's on sale for Black Friday, which is this weekend, uh, on EB's website for like a thousand bucks. Yeah. Where like, VR is like 250 bucks. Yeah, exactly. And that's more than like the PS5 you've got behind you, Josh, and like a couple of games and a yeah, control. It's insane. So it's insane. locking in Half-Life Alex Half-Life. for best VR. Yeah, AR. Yeah. Sweet. On to the next one. So oh. best community support. So Didn't, recognizing oof. a game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness, including social media activity and game updates and patches. So we have Can AP. Yeah, go. Yeah, sorry. Okay, no, no, name name the games. Name okay, games. so we have Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Fall Guys, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, and Fortnite. Valorant. Fortnite. Now, now can and I just Valorant. quickly say, if you have Twitter, follow Fall Guys on Twitter. Yeah, they they are good Holy memers. Shit, They're the big memers. The best. Yeah. Mm. They are honestly the best shit. And like they did this full competition to get people to um so like to donate money or, or like pitch money for a charity to have their design as a Fall Guys outfit. And so they were talking to big companies like Wendy's and all this sort of yeah, stuff. Mr. Beast jumped in and put in like $200,000 for like, I don't know, I forgot what it was. It was like a pickle or a sack of potatoes or something like that. And it, it went huge. Um, their social media team, I'm pretty sure it's one guy, maybe two, is amazing. Mm. Okay. Um, My vote's got to go to... Oh, sorry, Ben, you go. I was going to say, I was actually going to say No Man's Sky just because if you're saying on purely community, yeah. No Man's Sky has ranked from being in the bargain bin to being a solid game now, thanks to the yeah. community. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah I, I was going to say, I was going to agree. Sorry for interrupting, Josh. Uh, okay. I, think, I think No Man's Sky has 
come leaps and bounds since launch. And that is due to that community interaction and the transparency and updates. And yeah, it, it's it's done a hell of a lot better than, you know, it came out as a hundred dollar game and you know, two months later it was nineteen dollars pre owned. Like Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree, right? Did we we gave four guys an award already? Have we done that? I can't yes. remember now. Yes, we, we did. did. Okay, cool. Because yeah. I saw this and I'm like, oh, is this its last oh, no, chance? Yeah, crossing family. Yeah, uh, so this is where it's tough. But I, I, I agree. Know. Like in terms of community support, uh, like a game like Four Guys shouldn't get it because it, it hasn't had that much. Where a game like No Man's Sky came out, like Sean said, was it's partly PlayStation's fault because this was showcased alongside first party games and was promoted as if it was first party and. I remember every E3 or every PSX seeing it, everyone's hyped for it. And I'm sitting there going, wait, but what is the game? Like, what is the game? All I can see is like, we keep flying off into space and there's infinite worlds, but what is the moment to moment game? And we didn't see that for so long. And then the game kind of released and it was like, oh, this is what it is. Okay. Where they benefited is Hello Games has taken all the feedback and just went radio silent. Yeah. Like, we're bouncing and we're working to fix this thing. This game will go down in the history books, very similar to what happened with Final Fantasy XIV, Realm Reborn and all that and how it's come from near Phoenix death. The Phoenix the Ashes, a revival. The Phoenix from the Ashes, yeah, exactly. And uh, Immortals Phoenix rised out of that. And then we got Beyond, Beyond, by the way, Beyond. Beyond. And then we got VR support. And now we're getting this, then that. Like, it's just, this is... You don't get this, and you you won't get this with kind of the big AAA guys, like guys like Hello, the team like Hello Games. Obviously, had a marketing deal with Sony at the start, blah 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 blah. But they've had the capacity to sit back and just say, "Let's fix this." And not only did it bode well for this game, it's going to bode well for the next game because if they did No Man's Sky, they would have made plenty of money when that game came out because of the hype. Yeah. And then they went to say, "All right, we're going to make something new," or or No Man's Sky Two. That game would have flopped purely based on. Perception. The name, yeah, perception and the name of No Man's Sky and Hello Games. Now, if they release something new, people will be like, "Oh, that's that's the guys behind No Man's Sky." Like, you know, it's a good it's a good connotation. So, I think No Man's Sky has got to get it. Well, if if anybody hasn't played No Man's Sky, or if you haven't played it since launch, it, seriously, if you get a really cheap copy because it is cheap now, it is cheap, yeah, and, and and give it a go. It's now got quests. It's got uh, you can build like towns. And that sort of stuff on your planets. Uh, there's a whole new economy system. Like they've overhauled a whole heap of stuff. Now, in, like when you play multiplayer, instead of dropping randomly and then having to find the pl- like a planet together, which mm. it was near impossible, you can now see the other players. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's, that's good. Lot. Just so something and, so big like that. And the chat's saying like, you know, in terms of the, it's a community support. This game didn't have any community. I think we're, we're, we're all seeing it in the respect that it's not support as in like constant updates and all that. It's support in the sense of the transparency between the developer and the player um, and them saying, we're working on it, we're fixing it, we're doing this. Yeah. I think in terms of the support there from the developer and from the players saying, all right, we, we saw what you did with the first update, we back you. Take your time. And then I think that that two-way relationship is why this game's being recognised yeah. on the. Course. If we talk about just like social media activity, it's four guys. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think I think transparency is a big one, which is listed there as a right there, and responsiveness. Yeah, oh, there you go. I'd say it's No Man's Sky. So I think so. Yep. Yeah. Next one. Best mobile game. Easy. Oh, is it though? Because Among Us is on here. 
Nah. Nah, it's already so, won. Best mobile stuff. game among us. Call of Duty Mobile. Genshin Impact. Yep. Legends yep. of Runeterra. And Pokemon Cafe Mix. My vote is Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact. Play Cafe Mix on the Switch. Okay. And play Legends of Runeterra, Legends of Runeterra on your PC. And same as Among Us. And don't play Call of Duty Mobile. Yeah. Yep. And Genshin Impact play on everything. Yeah. yeah, it's actually it's a it's a really solid game. I know that it got a lot of flack for the um for the gacha model. Yeah, but in all seriousness, like because it's I've not too bad. A fair amount of hours. It, yeah, it's it's not really um it's not in the way. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it helps. Like you don't have to pay for anything. You can you can you can get through the game without actually needing to purchase anything or or going through the whole gacha system. You can just get the the characters that join your party and complete missions just with them from what i've been told you you feel it after about 30 hours but if you've enjoyed 30 hours of free content well i think i've had about 30 hours yeah (laughs) yeah you're about at that point so yeah i'm up to multiplayer now which yeah yeah you had to get to like level 22 or which was hours time you know fix the uh the x button and or the cross button and the circle button please no no, 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 no. they're starting to fix that calm down Throw me off every time I go into my menu. I think I'm going to... Uh, Chinese game. All right, relax. Come on, China. All right. China. <laughs> so we move on to the next one. Best indie. So oh, for outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside traditional published system, we have Carrion. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Carrion. Carrion. Yeah, 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 Carrion. Fall Guys, Hades, Spelunky 2, and Spiritfarer. I have played two or three of these games i think it's spirit i've either i've definitely watched people play spirit Fera, and i've watched and i've definitely watched people play splunky 2 as well i I, my biased opinion is hades is just a freaking great game and deserves this Um, i think fall guys is but i think fall guys is gonna win but i don't want fall guys to win i want hades to win but I we, think Fall Guys is going to win. I think yeah. Spirit Bearer is a really good game. It's a really solid game. Yeah. Um, and like it's on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, like honestly, just just put like a little bit of time, like a couple of hours in, and see how you feel because it's it's a, it's a different sort of game to most. Yeah. I yeah. just had a funny idea. Go. Oh no. Your stream deck, Vinny. Can you get a button for every time I say Shuhei, Sean says Game Pass, or the Wii U is mentioned, and you hit the button and maybe like. Yeah, a little symbol or something. We'll uh, worry about I'll, that I'll tweak that for 2021, you know? Oh, beauty. Add that to the list. Add yeah, that to I the list. I'll, I'll fix it in post. Yeah, got to get this one. Yeah, I think Fall Guys as well, as much as I hate it. I Not not hate it, as in I hate that Hades isn't getting it. Mm. <laughs> um, now, the next one. Best ongoing. Awarded for game for outstanding development ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. So we have Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Call of Duty Warzone, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. My, I'm gonna say either, I was gonna say either Destiny Two or Fortnite for that for they are always evolving and I see that on social media all the time. Warzone, I haven't seen much um, updates, but then we have No Man's Sky, which is we literally just praised it for having such ongoing and updating community. So, I originally clicked Destiny on here, but now my mind's going. Well, we haven't done Fortnite. And Fortnite is a constant churn of content that yes. is generally, it's always well received. I don't think anyone's ever, oh my God, I'm playing as Wolverine. This is terrible. Like everyone loves that stuff. Um, Destiny's got to be acknowledged and rewarded at some point. I don't know. Again, I haven't looked ahead, so I don't know where where it's going to happen, but I feel 
like apex legends is, is doing well and will continue to do well and they do a pretty good job like the i was reading an article from the creative head at respawn saying that we, we don't do crunch right because people were complaining that the content stream of an apex legends versus a, a Fortnite is apples and oranges right apex is a lot slower at releasing content you get new, new characters and all that well, firstly, Respawn isn't epic. And secondly, that they're not crunching. Where I know the guys at Epic are crunching. They've constantly spoken about that. I think Destiny needs to be rewarded here. Uh, not only is it kind of the the first of the genre, or popularised that kind of genre of the first game, improved upon that in the second game with adding campaigns and is doing a lot, constant updating. But I feel Fortnite needs to be acknowledged somewhere however it has won it did win so many awards the previous year where i feel like maybe we can give it a break and give it to destiny this year so i'm happy to either go fortnite or destiny 2 that was gonna be my two sean what are your thoughts i've played all five of these <laughs> i can't give it to destiny 2 this year okay okay that's so a fair point and destiny 2 like because like i still play it and They've just gone through, so they've just released the new expansion, Beyond Light, where they're using yeah. darkness. And like, if you look at story-wise, yeah, like they're making leaps and bounds to the promise of what they were initially doing in Destiny One in 2014. So, Peter like, sorry, Peter Dinklage is the uh, little uh, ghost. Remember that? I still, I, I've got the sp- I got the limited edition with the ghost, the Peter Dinklage ghost with his oh lines. But anyway, um, so but this year, what they also did was they started vaulting. <laughs> Yeah. So they've they've taken half the planets and just anything associated with them and vaulted them and said, "All right, we'll we'll bring them out later." Mm. So the game is halved. Plus now they've brought in a new area and all that sort of stuff. So in terms of ongoing, they they're doing a lot of cleaning the closet in terms of, you know, how much shit is here because they they basically hoarded. The game like it, it's not as big as say Warzone, but it's getting or like Elder Scrolls Online, but it's getting really big with how much content's in there. So now they're they're trying to tone it back so that way there's less stuff in the game, but it means that players aren't overwhelmed coming in. Yes. Now you might say that that's a good argument as to why it should win best ongoing game because they're taking that into consideration and, you know, implementing it and putting it forward. But I think the updates with Fortnite over the last year, especially with licensing for Marvel characters, whether it's Star Wars or, or the Avengers and that sort of stuff, I think that's like that. That's been huge for it. Yeah, there's some crazy stuff where it's like they'll reveal a trailer in Fortnite and an event. Yeah, yeah. Or they'll have yeah. like a Travis Scott thing where it's like he's playing music in Fortnite. Like it's just, I think you gotta. Yeah, I'm I just, think I'm just thinking. I feel, yeah, I feel like Fortnite might clinch this one. Yep. But clinch. I don't know, like. In, yeah, in thinking about it, if we're if we're talking about not necessarily this year, but overall, I I, I think Destiny okay. would win. I uh, so, yeah, I think we're just voting. For they're they're still using like a bloody Forsaken picture, and that's from year two. We're up to year four now. <laughs> come on, Jeff Keatley, what are you doing? Come on, come on, mate. We're Shadow Keep. So what are we on light? We we voted Fortnite, and we are on to our next one. Games. Can we just ignore the chat there with that uh, Dinglebot. Very good. Yep. I just imagine the guys at Bungie, they're like, oh, this guy, this guy, someone get Nolan North in here right now. We need <laughs> Nolan North to fix this. Did you hear the, did you play the demo? Did you hear the lines? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like, uh, I read it whilst they woke me up at like 3am and they just said, here's a script, read it. I'm like, uh, okay. Uh, go here, I guess. <laughs> so monotone. Was he filming like something? 
during well, yeah like it was I think, really i think i think early i think early game of thrones i think it was, it was early game of thrones mm. or something like that no, and he was why yeah. it would have been elsewhere and he's coming he's like all right no 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 okay back to game of thrones oh the yeah. light go to the light okay <laughs> all right uh games for impact so for a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message so first one if found then we have kentucky route zero tv edition spirit Fairer, tell me why and through the darkest times which i assume is just a 2020 documentary I, i've seen a playthrough of spirit Fairer, yep and i've seen a little bit of tell me why yes i've seen tell me why and i've seen a playthrough of spirit Fairer as well i don't know I th- about the other three unfortunately i don't either i have a feeling I, I haven't i haven't actually heard of any of, of the other three me neither mm. Yeah, me either. I think, so it, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think Spirit Fairer might get this one. Tell me why. Like, don't not do a lot of that that style. They've kind of like redid what um, Telltale did with Walking Dead and you yeah. know, that kind of narrative experience, but plays a little bit more like a quantum dream game where it's not as so like a know, life is strange. Yeah, like a life is strange. Um, but I, I from what I hear, Tell Me Why is actually pretty good. But I just got a feeling Spirit Fairer deserves. You know what Spirit Fair is about, yeah? I don't. I don't. I've only seen so it. Through. The general concept behind Spirit Fairer is is death and moving on from yeah. death. Oh, well, that's yeah. that's that that's is. great. Uh, no, Yay, like as fun in, times. Yeah, I like yeah. That has impact. So that 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 gets my vote. So yeah. games for impact, Spirit Fairer. <laughs> right, here's yeah. here's the next one. Oh. Best performance. This is. Ash, Ashley Johnson as Ali, again. Laura Bailey as Abby, Daisuke Suji as Jin Sakai, Logan Cunningham as Hades, and Najee Jetta as Miles Morales. And I've probably butchered at least three of those names. It's all right. I don't, I don't think it's Jin Sakai from Ghost of Tsushima. No. I think he, as, as, a, as a character, he, he was the perfect vessel. I, I, like yeah and like yeah he had the family stuff and all that sort of thing but i don't think he had he, he brought an impact yeah um naji uh, jita as miles morales i think miles he's like like not necessarily the voice acting but the emotion all that sort of stuff like especially after finishing the game i'm not going to spoil anything but josh will know what i'm talking about like there's a huge emotional impact and it plays really well like I'm getting chills just talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, that, like, out of the two that I've played, I'd be going Miles. Okay. I'm not sure. Like, I'm not sure what Josh is going to say about Last of Us Part Two, though. I I would say just pure. So I'll I'll step in. I'm Josh. Hey. Um, no, I think it's going to be. I I obviously am biased, and I think Logan Cunningham did a great job as Hades, and he's also done a. He just did like three other voices, four other voices in that game um i've seen gameplay of miles morales and i agree with you i think he the voice acting is phenomenal from him i didn't really rate ali or abby too much and i haven't really heard much about jin sakai so josh final thoughts i don't think hades is gonna get it i know the voice voice work was pretty well done there but it's not so it's looking at individual voice over acting motion and or performance capture, right? So one, two, three, four out of the five have all that. Hades is obviously just voice. So yep. I don't think he mo-capped uh, sitting on the throne there in an animated style. Ali is a, a known quantity. 
Um, you know, everyone loves Ali one way or another from either the first game or, or the second game. I think she did a really good job, um, Ashley Johnson, in the role. I don't think she's going to get it this year. I agree with Sean. Uh, Jin Sakai is a great blank canvas and plays the role really well. I think it comes out. It comes down to either Laura Bailey as Abby or um, Naji Jatar as Miles Morales. I it was... is tough because looking at these two, and I'm thinking, all right, what are these? What are these uh, panel members thinking when they're nominating? Right, they both do different things. For diff- uh, do different things and they do different things very well, right? The character of, of Abby is a strong, determined female lead, right? She does that really well. And I think as a character arc, Abby has a very strong character arc because you start the game feeling one emotion and I felt at the end of the game I had a very completely different emotion um, and actually opinion of this person to where I was like, I hate you to now I actually think you're really good. Yeah. So from that perspective, I think Laura Bailey, in terms of the playing the duality of a character you hate and then playing as a character you love and playing that same character and having that journey, flashbacks back and forth, I think she really deserves it. Um, but again, Miles Morales, um, the, the the actor there, I'm just going to say Nadji, Nadji um, did a fantastic job at Miles Morales. Like there, there was mo- moments in that game where I was getting emotional as well. I'm like, Jesus. But I, I just, I think... They're going to go. Laura, Bailey, Laura Bailey's going to do it. And another reason why I think she's going to get it, she got, she was getting death threats. Yeah. Not that this yeah, is going to be taken into big. account. She was getting full on attacked by the community of Last of Us fans and just people in general. Like people were just out to get her to the point where like Neil Druckmann and, and the guys at Naughty Dog stepped in and said, guys, like, and like this needs to stop. So I think she's going to get acknowledged. Uh, in this award for for kind of going through the diversity and and breaking barriers in terms of breaking through the hate, standing up for what she believes in as an actor, plus her performance in the game was really well done. Okay, I think you've sold me on that, Sean. What do you what do you think? Yeah, uh, yeah, like I'm 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 happy to go with it. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I haven't played Last of Us Part Two, so I, I can't I can't really judge on like the character herself and like like the character Abby that she plays. Um. I, I just feel really strongly about Miles. Um, Miles but, is my second. But yeah, but yeah, I like with that background, I'm happy to go as Laura Bailey. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Laura Bailey, I'm um, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see the reception if she does win it. Yes. Yeah. I agree. And anyway. that being said, let's go to the next one: best audio design. So we have uh, Doom Eternal, mm. Half Life, Alex. Ghost of Tsushima, Resident Evil 3, and Last of Us Part 2. Recognizing the best in in-game audio and sound design. I'd say that'd be Last of Us, unfortunately. Not unfortunately. Unfortunately. Not showing you biases. No, no, no. no. No, I've only played Ghost of Tsushima, and the way, like, there's little chimes when there's something nearby, and like the wind you can hear the wind and see the wind. like sure you can see it, but you can hear it and it yeah like the, like the foxes and all that sort of stuff like there's just so many like little nuanced things where it feels like you're in um like japan so i yeah like i i like it but if you guys have played the other games then i'm happy to go with any of them i think but i, I think ghost of shima is really strong in this category 
was going to say Last of Us Part 2 being really eerie and really capturing the whole deserted feel and end of like end of the apocalypse or the apocalypse it's just feeling you hear every crick and crack and oh, step yeah. you take it's very immersive every move you make yeah i'll be watching no. you no. Um, <laughs> uh and then there's doom eternal which has that very rock and roll heavy metal soundtrack which is a banger pretty much i think doom i think this is doom's chance i feel like we've given awards to everything that's nominated for game of the year so far except for doom eternal and I just think, again, knowing the way that they typically do it, I, I think Doom. We haven't given either yet, <laughs> um, but I think so you Doom, Doom Eternal. I think Doom Eternal. If, any, if, if the audio is anything like the first one, then yeah, like, then yeah, I, it's I got that it's... that thing where it naturally ramps up the better you're doing. So as oh. you get though, you spoke about the momentum part of it. So the more you kind of keep that rhythm going, the music just boom, boom, it ramps up like. Forever. Okay. So cool. I, I think this is Doom Doom's uh time in the, the light. Yeah, okay, I'd pick Doom Eternal. Oh, okay. Uh oh yeah, okay. If we Yeah, I'll say the next one kind of uh hurts oh, you a little oh. bit. No, okay. I'm, I'm no, no, I'm happy with that because I think I, I've got a game in here that hasn't been picked for anything yet. Yeah, I think I know which it's one I'm Ori. gonna pick as well. Yeah, um, best score in music for outstanding music, inclusive of score, original song, and licensed soundtrack. Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Hades, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Will of the Wisps, and Last of Us Part Two. So I, you guys reckon Ori? I reckon music. Ori. God, that that yeah. game just sounds amazing. It should have been nominated for Game of the Year. I think that would have taken that should have taken the Doom Eternal spot, in my personal opinion. And every game on his won something so far. Correct me if I'm wrong. We did best RPG was Final Fantasy VII. Obviously, just Doom. We did best action game in Hades. They all won something except for Ori. One two and Ori should have been nominated for Game of the Year. It's not, but it, it's definitely the winner. Ori deserves category. Ori deserves an award. Yeah, Josh, give it. So not not art design. It probably could do that too. But if, yeah. if it's not, I don't even know if it's not. Is it nominated? Oh, we'll find I, it. I don't know. I think okay, so. But anyway, it's so a best score of music. We're doing Ori. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Got me so all next, my next one. Best art direction. And look at that. <laughs> Final Fantasy Seven. Re- oh, sorry. Best art direction for outstanding creative and or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. We have Final Fantasy Seven Remake. Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. I can't talk. Ghost Tsushima. of Tsushima. Thank you. Hades. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. And the Last of Us Part Two. Key here because our minds go straight to art direction and think of art style. Yeah, and I think of I think of Hades and Ori right away. Yeah, see, I think of Ghost Tsushima straight away because of like little wind chimes. Uh, like there's there's like little things that you see, like a certain colored bush which will show you the correct way. Uh, the foxes. There's there's a whole there's the game is full of color. Okay, and. It, it shows you the path that you don't have to have a mini map because the game is a map. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. That's poetic. Quite literally. <laughs> I think, um, I think final fantasy seven might get this one purely based on the CG it, looks really good. It looks so good. Like at points, it kind of looks, there's some parts are like, Ooh. Yeah. like they've definitely put more attention into the main characters than some of the sub, you know, B plot characters. <laughs> But I think of when I'm I'm on the top of um, Midgar and looking down, you can see the city below, or you can see the you know the, the pillars above. 
that type of design of, you know, you start here, you move here, and you actually progress in the world real time. I think Final Fantasy VII deserves this one. I really do. I've just got a strong feeling that it's... um. It deserves more than it's gotten so far. Like, I think this year is a really strong year for games. I think stronger than last year, clearly. Last year, I was like, oh, what do I want to give the award to? But I think, yeah, Final Fantasy VII, I feel, for direction, even some of the character designs, the summons, like, it's it's gorgeous. At points, that game looks, like, yeah. gorgeous. I, I, was, I, was, I was actually going to say... Because someone in the chat alluded me to and reminded me of the thing that I swore to forget. The JPEGs are a killer. So there's a point where you're standing over the slums heading towards Midgar and the entire backdrop is just one 2D JPEG. And it looks so bad. And Sean, you really sold me on Ghost of Tsushima. Not going to lie. Like when I get a a PS5, I want to play that game. Don't do it. No, do it so we can play Legends. It's, it's two against one. And I think I, 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 actually, I actually think that one will win. Everything else has won something. Yeah, I know. There's the a game, game that usually wins one award. <laughs> I don't, I'm happy to give Ghost. I love Ghost. Like, that's, that's Which sport. game has won two? We, we, we have one uh, game that won two. Last of Us. Oh, yes, for accessibility. And three if you say art. Uh, sorry, voice actor. Voice I think all games, could, all, games, all, all games here could win it. I really like Hades art, like art style. Oh, God, I'm, but I'm not sure about art. Like that's the thing. It's art style and art direction. I think the artistic design of Hades looks great from what I've seen. I, yeah, it's super massive. They all their games look like that. Yeah, super giant. Super giant. Game. Super oh, Jesus. Always you always do that. But, but yeah, I'm. I I don't know. I'm I'm passionate about the one game out of the five of them that I've played. And you sold me on that. <laughs> like I I would have said as biased. I would have said either Hades or Ori. But I think if you're talking about a game that has such direction, the map without a map, just schmick. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'd go for any of these, but in terms of like what Ghost of Tsushima done, it's it's nothing new. It's just done it in a better way. Like Uncharted, yeah. Well, that's, like, that's the same with Final Fantasy in a sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like gold on the rocks, so you know which rocks to climb. Like those things have been part of games. I just yeah. think art direction technical achievement artistic design and animation i think like i don't know i think my mind goes the fights in final fantasy 7 the summons in final fantasy 7 like the animation and technical performances there a standout but i'm again i'm happy to go with ghost um all right but i don't feel like yeah whatever yeah whatever we land on let's just go with that yeah no worries well i think i think we're we think we're sticking with ghost for this yeah and let's go to the next one at least to finally win something yes Best narrative for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. We have 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghosts of Tsushima, Hades, and Last of Us Part Two. Now... We can skip Ghosts of Tsushima. I, I, if he's talking narrative, Hades is... a like I keep talking... Hades is nah. so much dialogue that advances as the game goes on. Like, you will not speak to the same person have the same piece of dialogue twice. You got, yeah. I, I think I honestly think this one's probably Last of Us. I just like I don't. You're not going to give it to Final Fantasy VII remake. No, I'm not. I'm not going to give it to Final Fantasy VII. I'm not going to give it to Ghost. My tie was between I don't Last know of Us and Sentinels, unfortunately. So yeah, yeah. Uh, my my thing was either Last of Us or Hades, and the whole thing of going from hating Abby to you know coming around. Don't spoil her. it. Yeah, at the end, I know you haven't played it. I'm just gonna say that. No, also for our viewers. 
for yeah. our, our viewers have played the game. <laughs> you haven't. That's that. that that's that's I'm your. Gonna play the first, I'm gonna finish the first one. Oh my god. Anyway, Josh, Look, what do you think? It's Last of Us. It's so difficult. It is honestly so <laughs> difficult because in terms of like a meta narrative, Final Fantasy VII's got a meta narrative that's beyond. It's Kojima, like Kojima esque in terms of like this connects into this and then it does this. I've spoken about it in the past, but. It's not Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's going to... I think Ghost of Tsushima has a strong uh, narrative, um, a very compelling narrative, but I don't think it drawn it's out any strong, emotion. It's not the strongest part. It's yeah, not the strongest part of the game. And I think Hades is the same thing. The, the narrative isn't the strongest part of the game. I okay. think Last of Us Part Two is going to get it. Yeah, because it you're, like, you're playing yeah. a movie. Yeah, like... <laughs> Well, it's made to be the strongest part. Like, yeah, Ghost of Shima, the gameplay and, and the graphic <laughs> and like the, the arts and all that sort of stuff, that's all stronger than the story. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I saw one in the chat saying, Sold Steph, comparing Nomura to Kojima. And just, <laughs> just hands on head. Because I, I, I actually, agree. <laughs> yeah, that is the, the worst he could do. I just side scroll. So we'll go with Last of Us Part 2, then I'll just go into my rant. Yeah. Go for yeah. it. Cool. Yeah. All right. Final Fantasy, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, hate incoming. Go. No, 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 not Kingdom Hearts 3, hate. So I watched, oh, um, I, I watched, I watched Melody and Memories. I watched the, I watched all the cutscenes and the ending. The ending. That's available on YouTube. Yeah, available on YouTube. In like, so I'm not gonna, I'll probably play the game. I played nah. a year later. Nah. God, it's, it's fucking, it's, it's bad. It's bad. Just because it's bad, it's dumb. It's bad. Can I just say this to that, Vinny? No, like Tetsuya Nomura. Kojima yeah. is the face of Kojima Productions, obviously. Right? Yep. There's obviously a, a team involved in making those games. Yes, he is the kind of the brains behind the operation. And I, I think the same thing with Final Fantasy VII, where like Nomura was part, an integral part of the original game and is part of this game, but there's like two or three others that are just as important. So yeah, I it's tough. Like the, the narrative of Final Fantasy VII shouldn't. It's not Nomura. Like even though it is very Nomura, it is Nomura. It is, it's the first Final Fantasy VII game. His first game he ever wrote. He was good back then. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. We'll move on. We'll move yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Best game direction. You know he's gone. He's gone the way of like Shia LaBeouf. He's gone. <laughs> he went crazy and he's just coming. He's he's hoping to come back. He's trying to do a comeback. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Best game direction. So we have Final Fantasy. So. Awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. So we have Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Half-Life Alex, and The Last of Us Part II. I'm, I'm actually really happy that Ghost of Tsushima is nominated for this many awards. Yeah. I, think- I nominated this game, that game on my screen before, because I looked at the first kind of five or so. That's yeah. why I was fighting not to have... Uh, I have Final Fantasy VII for the previous one because I think in terms of what Sean has spoken about, game design, this yeah. is where... I, like, I, I do agree. I, like, I really think Ghost of Shima can win this one as well <laughs> in terms of game design direction because, yeah, like, and the narrative kind of pushes it. Like, the narrative isn't the strong point, but there there are beats that, in terms of the direction of where the game is going, like, for example, your horse, it just, like, it does it so well. Like, yeah, it's been done before, Noble. but it does it better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Looking then again, I, I reckon, look, it, seriously, if we give this one as well to Ghost, then what's the point of giving it Game of the Year? Yeah. And I'm saving it for my Game of the Year at the moment. Creative, creative I've vision. Been saying it, I've been saying it since launch. Creative vision. Yeah, I think Half-Life. Have. I think Half-Life might get it. 
I know it's we got best VR game, but I've got a I've got a feeling got a sneaking like suspicion. I'm, yeah, it's not a heart pick. Like it's not coming from the heart. It's going with the brain and what the brain's thinking. Well, that's what we're get, trying to go with. Yeah, yeah we're, so we're trying to get non biased opinions on Half Life. Uh, okay. I was kind of sold on Ghost of Tsushima based on what how the storytelling and the progression was saying from Sean. Uh, I don't think Hades it's is going to get such an easy it. game to sell. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Hades is going to get it. I don't think Final Fantasy is going to get it. I don't think Last of Us is going to get this category. So it's a tie up. I reckon if I say if I say Ghost of Tsushima, you're the tiebreaker in terms of winner. I think it reached a wider audience, so more people will vote for it. That's the only reason I'm thinking Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, but it's not in. Yeah, so... it's it's not about audience. It's about creative vision, and I. I, I know what they've been able to do with the VR and Half-Life yeah, yeah. and be able to bring that world to VR. And as much as it is a short game and all that sort of stuff, like what they were able to do, it, like people are calling this Half-Life 3, which it's not, but mm. there's there's such an avenue if they were to follow this model and build Half-Life 3 as like Half-Life 3, uh, Half-Life Alex. Like I, I think that, that that's a huge platform that could, that could go off. So and you I'm, need to, I'm, sorry, sorry and you need to remember as well. It's that, like our vote doesn't go towards the actual winner. Our vote goes for the like you know the viewer pick, but yeah. they've got a panel of, of people that would have access to all these games. So we can't. Yeah, every game. Just got to think about it, every game's as popular as the other because they're all yeah. available to everyone. These on ones that. are popularity. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Think. So I'm I'm, I'm happy with Half Life. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I think Half Life. Oh, here we go. The final one, the moment we've all been waiting for. Game of the year. <sighs> Recognizing a game that develops the absolute absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. One, Doom Eternal. Two, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Three, Ghosts of Tsushima. Four, Hades. Five, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Six, Last of Us Part Two. Give me Animal Crossing. Let's go. Let's call it a day. Let's just put it in. No, nah. nah. I know. <laughs> well, I'll start. I've been saying it since its launch. Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima. I honestly think, like, I have played a couple of these games. So, I, unfortunately, I'm not able to comment in terms of um, Last of Us, Final Fantasy, Hades, Doom Eternal. Like, th- th- those are all ones Josh has played. But I'm guessing Josh has played all of them except for Animal Crossing. Or did Animal you play Get out of here, you you nuts! Your humble no, good time. No, humble good time. Chill vibes, dude. <sighs> but, um, it's all about the chill look, vibes. As much as I think, Adam, like seriously, Animal Crossing is an amazing game. Yeah, it is honestly an amazing game. It just hit us at the right time. Yep. And I think that's what's really helped it. That and the fact that it's on Switch. Like I remember when it came out on GameCube, it it was it was nice, but it was a niche. Yeah. And it's slowly built up. And with the introduction of online and all that sort of stuff, it's done really well. New Horizons is, is I would almost say, peak until it hits SimCity, basically. Mm. But I seriously think Ghost of Tsushima. Mm. I... you got to keep in mind, Animal Crossing as a game outsold the GameCube. Yeah. Yeah. Itself. So... Well, Animal Crossing, I'm pretty sure, is the highest selling game out of all six of them. Yes, Last of Us is around six and a half mil. Ghost is around five mil. The last update we got for Final Fantasy VII was around five mil as well. And Doom Eternal, they haven't really released, but I'd say it's probably about Hades three mil. Hades, I'm not not certain because that um, game is kind of like it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Where okay, so how many copies did Animal Crossing sell? 22.8. Amazing. Game of the year, some might call nah. it. <laughs> no, not game of the year. Nah. As much as it's a good time, but it's not Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. That's the thing. How they pick it is, like, interesting because they always, like, Jeff Kelly always talks, what's the game of the year when you think of 2020? And I can see a case that you think of Animal Crossing as game of the year. when you think I, of I can, yeah. yeah. But... Because of COVID and lockdown. It that, could. That's, it, that's, it's synonymous, almost. It could. The moment it hit, Animal Crossing hit. Yeah. Especially my, here in Australia. My They're heart like, goes to Last of Us. My brain goes to Animal Crossing. The Grundle goes for Final Fantasy VII. And the Loin goes for Ghost of Tsushima. I can't pick... Does Ghost of Tsushima make a dick hard? Like, what? Yes. <laughs> I, I think it's unfair that Doom Eternal made, like, made this list because I don't think... I, 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 think it's, I think it's the weakest out of them. Yeah. But it, as, I, as I said earlier this episode, I'm, I'm really surprised that it made it. Yeah. And like, I, I do want to go out and, and play it now. Like, I know the other ones are already on my playlist, but, well, Final Fantasy, Hades, Last of Us. But, yeah, Doom Eternal being there, the fact that it's not okay, maybe not Assassin's Creed, but you know Miles Morales, or, yeah. or something, or something like that. Bug Snacks, where the hell's Bug Snacks? But um, yeah, I, I I'm going with Ghost of Shima. Animal Crossing, close second. I think when you think of this general, when you say a game that defines this year, I think more the hype of the trailer of Final Fantasy VII defined the year more than. The release that of this game trailer yeah, yeah like that that year that year that trailer was released defined it more than the release of this game at least yes going forward oh, yeah. last yeah. of us is just the hype people waiting around for it is generally very defining of a year ghost tsushima is this new ip that just blew people away yeah. And Again, that's the thing. There's cases for every every game. You can look at it in a different sense. And yeah. yeah. Well, and that's why, like, so like for viewers at home, we were discussing before the show like different ways that we could look at this. And so one of the ways was yeah to go through all the categories. Another one was to look at the pros and cons of just the games of the year, and make a whole thing about that, um, which I think would have been really interesting. But um, we we can talk about that when we they get announced, and we can talk about why. Yeah, yeah, or we can, do, yeah. we can do obviously our own personal ones as well. Yeah, like well, yeah, I'm sure we'll get to that. But I think it's time that we had our final decisions. So, Vinny, maybe you should start. I, you know, I want it to be Hades. It's going to be Hades. Yeah, we know. Uh, I think it's going to be either Ghost of Tsushima or Last of Us. Uh, it's going to be let's let's eliminate three. Can we all agree on either Ghost of Tsushima, Animal Crossing, or Last of Us? Can all three of us agree on it's going to be one of those three? Yes, Animal Crossing. Is yeah, I think yeah. Last of Us just pushes out Final Fantasy. I think so too because yeah, it's more, yeah. it's more gen- like ja, this yeah. year. It's defining. Define, yeah. In terms of I don't defining, know. I think is so. it? No, Final I, 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 I kind of a year old game that's hyped forever. It's had you know the PS3 had a Final Fantasy tech demo that freaked everyone out. There's that moment where they. They uh, announced Final Fan- a new Final Fantasy VII game. Everyone was freaking out. Turned out to be a PC port. But the thing is, I think the the, the announcement, the, t- yeah. the first trailer, had more of an impact than the release of the game yeah. itself. Mm. That's what I'm thinking. And I go like this, right? Yeah. But, uh, Doom Eternal, moment to moment gameplay, great. Storytelling, nothing special. 
graphics great, all that stuff, music great. Final Fantasy VII, moment-to-moment gameplay itself is fun. There's a lot of moments where it's super slow. Story is good. Graphics, on the most part, are beautiful. Um, but then there is parts where it looks like a 2D, you know, JPEG. Ghost of Tsushima has a lot going for it in all those categories. I just think it doesn't have that impact of when I think of 2020, what do I think is defining of it? Hades, great combat, great art design, all that fun stuff. Great soundtrack, great voice. Great soundtrack. Great voice acting. All that has an impact in terms of its popularity of how it's come out of nowhere and is, you know, on the charts. Yeah. But I think it's got, realistically, it's coming down to Animal Crossing Last of Us Part 2. And I now cannot believe I'm going to say this. Say Animal Crossing. I think Animal Crossing is the game of 2020. I would agree with that one. As oh much my as I, god! As much as I think, <laughs> Haiti, like as much as I think, hey, uh, Last of Us and Hades are like very big impact. Like they're big. Like Hades has a big community following, but so but so does Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing blows Hades community out of the water. Mm. It blows all of them out of the water. Yeah, combined almost. Yeah, yeah. almost. Yeah. I would. Uh, I'm, <laughs> Sean. I'm, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm just I'm just trying to think of like yeah in the mindset of what they would pick. If 2020 was a game, what would it be? be? Animal Crossing. As much as this year has to be... fucking would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Who would have thought I really, yeah. a panel that a Nintendo game that I haven't played is game of the year? <laughs> yeah. But I've done I, it. Yeah, I... Okay. My... Okay, yeah, my heart and all that sort of stuff is going Ghost Tsushima. Yeah. My head in terms of, like, I don't think Last of Us Part 2 is going to get it. No. I don't think it had the same impact as number one. Correct. I agree. And that's why I I think, no. Fair Fantasy 7, we covered that. Doom covered that. Hades, we covered that. Yep. If you're going to look at 2020 a year as a whole, it has to be Animal Crossing. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, and someone in but chat said Animal the Crossing best would be... game. Yeah, but the best game of the year, I think, is Ghost of Tsushima. Okay, I could agree with that. So, so if we're talking about the game of the year of 2020, I agree. I think it's Animal Crossing. Well, we actually voting Animal Crossing. Um, um, fortunately, yes. Yeah. I think we're there. And. We think we're- Solid Steph said Animal Crossing would be mid if not for COVID. That's correct. But because it yeah. happened at the perfect time. Yes. It, it... it came right when COVID really ramped up. People were stuck at home. And then you can have an island, a new that, life. You, you know can what? pay rent to a raccoon. That that uh, chat, like, I appreciate that comment, but that, that does, that's it's, it's among us. Yeah, I was literally good at that. Oh, was my counterpoint. Of, it, it is what it is. Minecraft. It, it's it's those games are big because actually, of I'm surprised that Among Us isn't there as as well. I'm surprised too, yeah. to be honest. But yes, I know Animal Crossing did do well because of COVID and all that. But there is something there. That game is continually doing well. I know yeah. we're still in COVID, but it's still just, getting updates. Yeah, and you're I'm still think, in denial. I'm still Adam, in denial. I Nintendo think Switch, ninety five percent of their kind of revenue and profits out of Japan. Japan's the biggest market, right? And then the US. The Switch is continuing to sell in both categories across the board. Yep. This game, the attached rate to Animal there's sixty nine million switches out there, and twenty two million people have Animal Crossing. So it's a like third, thirty three point three 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 percent. 
<laughs> yeah, habit. So, yes, right? Happenstance is, is great, and that's what happened with Among Us and Minecraft yeah, and all yeah. that. It is what it is. But they're made, like, there's no, there's a point to that where these games are made for certain reasons. It, some games are made to be played on Twitch. You know what I mean? Like, they're made yeah. to get popular off that. Um, but, yeah, Animal Crossing. I, I think, yeah, if this, was a, if this was a regular year, no COVID, Ghost Shima would win. But because Animal Crossing came out at the right time. Yeah. Yeah, I still think Animal Crossing would have done well. The game doesn't sell $22 million just because of COVID. $20 million. And 22 million copies because of COVID. <laughs> no, but it's it's definitely, no, it was it, a factor. I think, I think it, it yeah. But it helped all these games. These old game, all these all games, all games sold better because of COVID. It's not yeah, just that. that's, that's yeah. But I, that's I reckon true. without without COVID and without the lockdowns and without like that freedom that everyone keeps talking about, I don't think Animal Crossing would have been as successful. Mm. Yeah. So we're those, all in agreement. Those were our three. Let's <sighs> get it out. The here. best game of the year is Ghost of Tsushima, but for 2020, the game of the year is Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Yes, there go. Like synonymous with each other? Is that I, can't, I can't help it. I'm in denial. Um, yeah. All right. I'm going to try to do a one panel transition using my stream deck. So here we go. See if this works swimmingly. This could fail. Oh my God. That's so good. We are busy playing something. We are somewhat of a video game podcast. You can catch us on Sundays at 8.30 and I'll be streaming on Tuesdays at 7.30. Australian Daily yep. Savings Time. From all of us here, I'd like to thank my panel members, Sean, Holly DePron, Heron, and Joshua, Joshua LaRosa. LaRosa? Herald of Yoshida. The Herald of Yoshida, and he only streams everything. All right. I, I was trying to I was trying to disassociate ourselves from those two names because I didn't want to be the producer. I was trying something different. I was trying I was trying to be something different. I was trying to change the flavor a little bit. Also, I forgot. All right. Uh. That's a thing. Yeah. Yep. So thank we'll, you. We'll everyone. work on that. We'll have that ready by next week. Yes. We'll give you a script for next time. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks everyone for tuning in tonight. We really appreciate it. And we will catch you next time. And I gotta press the, the button. I got I got the button. Peter, you can't believe everything you read on the internet. Oh, it's all perfectly legal. Oh my god! Okay, it's happening. Do you ever just get down on your knees and thank God that you know me and have access to my dimension? Behold my greatest creation, Mac.